Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. Thank you. What do you think did, of that? did you forget? Forget what? Hmm. Very <laughs> suspicious. Very suspicious. Uh, you having a good day, James? You having a no, okay day, Mason? I feel like there was a, it was a pretty good election result this time around. That's it right. remains to be seen. This is an Australia <laughs> we're talking about. Most people wouldn't know or care about this, but it remains to be seen what action will be taken. No, James, we're talking about the American election. We get the news very, very late. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess that was good. That Jimmy Carter will probably do some great stuff. See, <laughs> See, that's my fear. Like, it'll become like a Biden It's situation. very late news. <laughs> it's very late news. It's very good. He had to sell his peanut farm. He did. He did. I didn't even know they were farmed. I thought you just found them. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. you go to a farm, they're there. Oh, in a bowl. Sure. Yeah. They're bold. <laughs> they're they're not farmed, they're bold. <laughs> but I feel like I, I worry it's going to be like a Joe Biden situation where, like, people are like, yeah, Biden's in. He's here to save us or whatever. And he's just like, everything's the same. Everything's the same, wow. you know? Anyway, I hate to get political. Sure, but, yes. Uh, here are the topics we're talking about this week, Mason. That's and, right. And if, if anything, if, if there's one net positive to everything being the same, it's our podcast. It's going to be the same. It's unshakable. Mm. I mean, now it's negative geared, obviously. So. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> I don't understand what negative gear is. We don't need to know. It doesn't concern us. No. <laughs> it's irrelevant to us mm. and people of our generation. It's got franking credits, this Ooh, podcast. That's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so we've got news of a new Daredevil series. We've oh. got news of a Captain Carter series. <sighs> Stan Lee is coming back in the most ghoulish way you can he imagine. sure is. I know about that one. I've got Star Wars news until the end of time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, then, of course, we're getting a reboot for one of our favorite properties. And then so many trailers, Mason. There was uh. a Mission Impossible trailer leak. There was a trailer for Prey. The Boys got a trailer. Uh, George Miller's new movie, She-Hulk. Mm. And then we're going to talk about Chip and Dale Rescue Boys. Uh, which is a reboot, of course, of the 1989 animated series, but also there were characters before that because I know history. 
Is it Do true? Do you know real history or nah. just no pop I know, it's history. no uh, peanuts, yeah. peanut farming. Mm, no sure. history and no peanut farming. <laughs> Bowling, sorry. Yes. Anyway, Mason, should we get straight into news? Let's crack on to the news. That's right. Again, I think I already said this. Collings, who edits this, put uh, he puts time codes below. And that's good. So you can jump around. Okay, this is why T- both THR and Variety. Daredevil uh, is returning to, uh, to the littlest screens because uh, the series is in the works. Uh, apparently, it's going to be notable for being the first of the... Of so the little n- mouse screens. Yes. Little, little, okay, right. Little, no, little screens as opposed to a big screen. Oh, so, so a little mouse is going to get in his matchbox before he goes to bed and he's going to look at his little no. television and he's going to watch some brutal hallway fights. That's one thing I enjoyed about Chippendale, among many things, is that they have little stuff. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is notable f- uh, for being the first Netflix Marvel show to get a new... Uh, but also maybe continued series, says right. The Hollywood Reporter. Is there any reference to Charlie Cox in there? Yeah, so everybody's back apparently. Oh. I guess the only thing is that it's it's being said that it's kind of a soft reboot. Like okay. all that stuff probably happened, but don't worry about it. Sure. We're moving <laughs> forward. Uh, Stephen Esther Knight, who was one of the many people who worked on that original series, he's not coming back. Chris Ord and Matt Corman are coming on board. You might know them from uh, Deck the Halls, the movie. It might be a Danny DeVito Christmas movie. Was one of them a Corman? Corman, yes, actually. Is yeah. he related to Roger Corman? Great question. Isn't it, though? Do you have his number? No, I deleted it. I will use Google. Okay. Matt, God, this is so annoying. <laughs> Why didn't you just have his number, Mason? Would have been no, so much right. easier. No, he's not. Well, he's not his son at the very least. Terrific. <laughs> there we go. No nepotism this time around, unless it is. Unless they're brothers. Unless they're brothers. So, yeah, um, movie Deck the Halls. So, as I mentioned, it's like a 2007 kind of Christmas movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just double-checking that. Do you have Deck the Halls' number? Oh, it's Matthew Broderick and Daniel DeVito. Oh, sure. Uh, Covert Affairs, mm. which is some kind of thing I also don't remember. Is that a TV series, maybe? Yes, that was a TV series. It's got what's-her-name from Katie Ugly. <laughs> Oh, sure. You know? Piper Perabo? Yes. Okay, great. Did Covert Affairs get cancelled? Yes, in 2015. And she, they also worked on Extreme, or at least one of them did, Extreme Dinosaurs from 1997. <laughs> Presumably skateboards and hats. And, sure, and, yeah, and, yeah, and the yeah, like. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's the, um, the, the puppet sitcom dinosaurs, except they're strapping the actors into the suits <laughs> and onto skateboards <laughs> and dropping them down half pipes. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, look. Uh, there's been some concern of like, well, these two guys haven't really done anything like Daredevil before. Mm. But, you know, showrunners, sometimes they're given the opportunity to do something they haven't done before. And, you know, and they can, you know, the, the, for example, the Game of Thrones guys before Game of Thrones mm. went to shit. Sure. They hadn't really done anything notable before that, you know. It happens. And they were adapting source material. So yes. then there's plenty of Daredevil comics. So Yes, and they've done some of them, but there's yeah. some of them they haven't done. Some so there's plenty of room there for Wiggle. You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> so that's good. I kind of wanted a movie out of this. We talked about this. Just like a little two-hour Daredevil movie. Well, you know now it's going to be a six-hour Daredevil movie. That's probably. true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? That was some Star Wars news this week where they were like, this is our Obi-Wan series, which is coming out on Friday. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's not so much a TV show. It's like a movie broken up into parts. Yeah, like a TV show. No, I understand. Sure. Cool, man. Really good. That's very Does that good. mean like it, it stops abruptly? Like you'd pause a movie to, and then you'd forget? You know what I mean? Oh, then yeah, definitely. Watch it the yeah, next just day. mid-sentence sometimes. <laughs> because that's the only way it could be like a movie. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Are you going to put some ad breaks in there? That's right. Exactly. So there oh, you go. Now, I uh, here's a question for you. Do you think that they are going to change Daredevil 
Like in what sense? Like costume, tonally. abilities. Tone. Oh, yep, those things. But also like tonally. Do you think it'll be as brutal as the original one? I mean, maybe. I mean, there's some pretty. There has been some pretty brutal stuff on Disney Plus. It depends like on where it goes. Mm. You know what I mean? But like Daredevil, a lot of the the violence. I was going to say is implied, but there's also a lot of. <laughs> Him smashing a guy yeah. into like a, a table or something. But it's not like even when Kingpin like caves that dude's head in with the car, you don't see it happen. Sure. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm not really too concerned. And I also don't think that like something being really, really hyper-violent or not doesn't mm. make it good or bad. You That's know? true. You're right. Yeah. Like it's it, a lot of it is implied. It's only in our minds and Disney cannot control what's in our minds. That's right. Yes. yes. Very good. Let's see if I can control what's in your mind now, Mason, by saying that Captain Carter is getting a live-action series, apparently. This is from the Diz Insider. Oh. Right. Uh, so obviously this character has made multiple appearances as of late. Mm. Which dimension is she from? Great question. Uh, spoiler alert, I guess, for Multiverse of Madness. Probably not the one where she was cut in half. <laughs> Yes. Probably a different version, I would I say. Mean, maybe. Yeah. Who knows what that super soldier serum can do? It, do you reckon they would do it in the mainline universe where she steps over and she's like, no, I'm in regular universe. I'm regular universe now. Yes. Because then otherwise it's like this is taking place in another universe. Yeah, I think they probably will do it in the regular universe. Yeah. So time travel? Cloning? No, I reckon she, I reckon it'll be her from another universe, but she'll be in the regular MCU. Cool. And uh, it'll just be a bottom half. Oh, because it's the one that got cut in half. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the and bottom half can be animated legs. She stole those. <laughs> okay, sure. And came over. Well, I was going to say uh, top half, and they've attempted to like reclone her. Yeah, but it's just like just a wobbly mass. <laughs> oh god, just a wobbly screaming mass with the shield just dug into it. Yeah, the shield just dug into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, terrific. Just imagine a soft serve cone, but it's screaming. <laughs> and it's got the shield. It's got the shield, like a yeah. flake. Like a flake, yeah. Yes. <laughs> But I, yeah, I think it'll be. She, she, I, good question though, because I mean, may, it might it might be a case of, uh, you know, she has to go into the regular MCU to get a thing or defeat a villain or something like that. Yeah. But then I thought you were going to say feed a dog. Feed a dog. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but maybe then, she's doing a stone delivery thing yeah. like Captain America was doing. Oh, maybe. Mm. Oh, do, do you want? Would you like to see more live action World War Two? Stuff because I guess they could sneak that in there. Yeah, I don't see why not. They could, yeah, get, they could give us a well. I mean, they could do. Uh, they could give us some World War stuff, mm. episode one, and then in in what if she got she falls into a portal with a with, with a, a tentacle big monster? Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Well, mm. then we could perhaps we could we could see that in live action, yeah. and then we could see her emerge from the squid pit yeah. in the present day, and then they're like, well, not only are you back, you've got to go into that other dimension. Or you're already in this dimension. You're already in, maybe you've made it into this dimension. Congra- <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> this guy's really passive-aggressive. Ooh, I like that. Well done. Yeah. You just happen to have fallen into the correct dimension. Do you think that means we could eventually get a Captain America movie where it's just all the different versions of Captain America? Or yes. Series, and you bring back Christopher Evans. You do the whole As deal. long as they do the calculation and determine that they will make more money than it costs them in actors' fees and special effects. Yes, yes, and yes. yes, it will happen. Mm, cool. They have a person <laughs> who does those calculations, don't they? They don't just go like, let's see what happens often. No, I think there's 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 a lot of uh, numbers involved. I think they think about it, yeah. Mm, you'd have to think about it. I appreciate that. Well, there you go. Anyways. Well, they have one of those horses that stomps their feet to count, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you don't have to pay the horse, mm. you know, except for the food. Or yeah. don't, like, They have a policy it. you don't have to pay the horses or the VFX artists. <laughs> the answer there. Oh, yeah. Well, th- we'll talk about some VFX in a bit. Mm-hmm. Particular She-Hulk, Mason. What? 
Now, speak- no, you're right. Yeah, speaking of VFX artists, because they got a lot. Looks like they've got a new job at the moment, according to the Hollywood Reporter, because Marvel have signed a 20 year deal with Stanley Universe, a venture between Genius Brands International, Gross, yeah, and no. Pow Entertainment, oh. uh, to license the name and likeness of Lee for use in future feature films and television productions, as well as Disney theme parks. Various experiences mm-hmm. in these ones. What are they called? Quotation quotation boys Mm -hmm. and merchandising. It really ensures that Stan, through digital technology and archival footage and other forms, will live. other forms. (laughs) Live. Screaming mass. Trying to bring it back. It is a screaming mass. Will live in the most important. Dynamite his coffin and just have it fly across the screen. (laughs) That's what we mean by other forms. (laughs) It really ensures that Stan, through digital technology and archival footage and other forms, We'll we'll live in the most important venue, the Marvel movies and Disney theme parks. Oh, the most important, those the most important venues. <laughs> Said Andy Haywood, chairman and CEO of Genius Brands. It's a broad deal. That's how it Boy, ends. Boy, it is, isn't it? <laughs> so there how you go. far do you think this is going to go? I think in the movies, yep. if I had to guess, maybe like a mural, you know, like the, the, the Tony Stark mural. No, I think you know, they're going to start putting him back in movies. <laughs> well, I was getting my, I mean, I, I think Maybe that, not immediately. Yeah, may, I, I was like, I was thinking like maybe back of the head or something or like a, I don't know. Like you don't have sh- to pay for back of the head though because you could just be like, it's not him. If you're paying for it and you have his digital rights. No, but I reckon there's somebody, I reckon somebody who would make that brand deal, like his, it's his, like isn't it his family? Uh, yeah. They're, they're. There's some interesting stuff going on there. Yeah, there is some interesting yeah. stuff going on. I, 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 it wouldn't surprise me if Marvel put the back of his head in a movie, they would take some legal action. Yeah, okay, so fair it, enough. So, or, or, and know, fair enough. He's in a crowd or something like yeah, that. Yeah. But do you, do you think they'll get him to talk or? Yes, I think they're going to do all, and they can do that now because yeah. what we've seen from bringing back Luke Skywalker, yeah. that's a digital voice, yeah. you know, and it's, I don't like it. But it will probably get better. Also, he doesn't have to have full-on conversations or just put in the thing in Mallrats where he's like, I don't know what the Hulk's dick looks like or whatever. <laughs> just put in that. I'll have it every time in every subsequent movie. It's just he's talking to other background characters. I don't know what the Hulk's dick looks like. I don't. I don't know. I'm telling you for the last time. Yeah. Just can you imagine? Oh, like, and then they cut to like, you know, they, they cut to CNN and mm. – you know the mandarins blowing up a, a building and then just cut and we're here with a man on the we're here with a man on the street i don't know what the hulk's dick looks like i don't know <laughs> terrific stuff i mean can you imagine just seeing an animatronic at disney or like a hologram that's like excelsior hello everybody i've been dead for 40 years but I've never left because of mm. a brand deal between genius brands international and pow entertainment it's a broad deal <laughs> Anyway, I don't know what the Hulk's dick looks like. <laughs> and you can buy a T-shirt that has that on it and it's got a speech bubble and it's going down to Puppet Stan Lee. Uh, how morbid is this going to get? How about a, how about a Five Nights at Freddy style video game where you're being pursued by anima- killer animatronic Stan Lees? I think it's going to start reserved and tasteful. But then it's quickly going to escalate. I reckon it's going to start worse than you think. I reckon it might start with like a a not very well animated Stan Lee. Yeah. And he does a whole speech. He does a rap with Tupac maybe at the halftime Super Bowl show. That's right. Yeah. And then people. Both holograms. I know he's dead. Just to clarify. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's dead too. Yeah. Wink. Wink. Yeah. 
Uh, but and then people, there's an enormous backlash. Mm. Like this doesn't. I mean, just because they've made this brand deal doesn't mean that it is going to be in everything. They might no, make the deal, not. and then people, and then Marvel's like, "This is the worst thing we've ever done." Like, but also, yes. it's a twenty-year deal. Yeah, which that's a lot of money. It, yeah. Probably, mm, I sure. don't know. God, somebody would have crunched the numbers on this to be like probably that guy from earlier, the horse from earlier we were talking about, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 that's, wow, you know? And I just, sometimes people can die, you know? What? <laughs> you can just die. You're going to lay this on me now? fine, you know, and you just don't have to bring it back, you know? Mm. Don't you think? But I wonder if it's because we've, we've been conditioned to live in this universe where nobody ever really dies, no matter yeah. what. doesn't matter how, you know, there's always another universe they can come out of or whatever. Okay. Have, our, have okay. our brains extended yeah, that okay. to the real world? I agree with that. But have you ever seen somebody brought back to life and it's given you a... Jesus. <laughs> sure. I mean, in entertainment, whatever. Jesus. Aside from Jesus. Oh, okay. And you got a good feeling. Oh. And, like, maybe you've had a neutral feeling because I've certainly felt that. Or you go, huh, okay. But have you ever gone, wow, I love this? No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. You know? Mm-hmm. It's never good. You don't feel good. Mm. I bet the people working on it don't feel good either. You know? Maybe. I mean, money. I'd take, you know, like yeah, yeah. you're animating Stan Lee and they pay you a bunch of money. Good. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God, Jesus has come back. He's come out of the cave and he's handing me fistfuls of cash. <laughs> God. Oh, that's just Disney, Disneyland currency. Oh, oh well. Anyways, <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> that's great. You know, whatever, I guess. Mm. Family, you get money. Whatever. I don't care, yeah. honestly. All right. <laughs> Star Wars news, Mason. All right, here we go. <laughs> this is there was a big Vanity Fair article this week. Did you? If anything, the Star Wars news is a relief at this point. Honestly. Well, next week is Star Wars Celebration and Obi Wan Kenobi the Kenobi. TV series and Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Oh, speaking of, we've done a Top Gun commentary for the 1986 movie. We switched some things around at BigSandwich.co. If you don't know what that is, don't ca- worry about catch it. up. <laughs> oh yeah, no, or don't, don't worry, worry about, don't it. about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll probably have a Patreon service. If, if you, you don't want. know it, James. Probably wouldn't get it. You wouldn't so get you it. Wouldn't get it. So don't worry. But about you can it. get it. Yeah. Uh, so normally it would be a comic book club this week, and we're doing some really odd Obi Wan Kenobi stuff. But that's pushed to next week. So if you do want to watch us talk over Top Gun while revisiting Top Gun, you can do that this week. You absolutely can. Yeah. So if that is on your bucket list. <laughs> you can check that right off. Uh, it's the ticket. So yeah. Uh, also, we're not doing Obi Wan recaps. We're going to do a big recap at the end. Hmm. Oh, speaking of, I didn't tell you this. Oh, um, we might cut this out. It's not that important oh. to anyone other than us. We got there's we got invited to the Obi Wan finale at IMAX. Oh, they're Just, doing it. They're doing IMAX. the the five episodes before. Look, which of them honest, I'll probably won't go to. Oh, that sounds and like then, a big movie. And that sounds <laughs> like a six hour movie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But even bigger. I don't want to sit in the cinema for six hours. I want to sit in my little matchbox bed and mm. I want to watch it on a little screen. Yes, but we'd also see it early. We'd see it two or three days early, which means that we could – Colin Sue will we'll probably do a, like a wrap-up video. Uh-huh. We'll get it early. So nice. we'll probably have to see it basically. Ooh. So there you go. Compulsory fun. I love it. It's on the 24th of June or something. I don't know. Ooh. I'll send you the details. Okay, terrific. Anyway, I just thought I'd get you pumped for that right now. I'm pumped. I'm excited for the series. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Anyways, Variety article. Is this anything to do with Hayden Christensen? Which, the, the article? Just generally. Not Because really. he's in a lot of the marketing materials, which yeah. suggests to me that... He's in it as himself a lot? Yeah. Mm. 
what am I doing here? It's me, Hayden Christensen. How did I get stuck in the Star Wars universe? I'm trapped. Mm. I've been dead for 10 years. They brought me back. What do you think? All right. I don't and know I'm, what the hot stick looks and like. I'm here, and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm here to teach you typing. I think they're going to do at least one flashback uh-huh. and a bunch of like his helmet comes off and you see him out of the suit or whatever. Sure. Mm. And he's like, ooh, I'm still sore from that thing that yeah, happened yeah. to me. My lips are so chapped. <laughs> Can I have a drink? You have any? You have any of that? You know that um, beeswax Back. lip balm? <laughs> do they have bees? Oh, I they do. Bees. We paid them in that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hang on, I'm just going to take my jumper off because it's hotter than go. I thought. There we go. Okay. So a couple of things. Oh, there's a bunch of things here. First of all, John Watts, who you might know as the director of Spider-Man movies, just wanted to say you now have a very um, like improv troupe vibe. You got a sort Thank of a long sleeve black shirt on, it's, and uh, you're dabbing. No, you're dabbing. <laughs> no, I'm not. Just to clarify, basically. Oh, you're doing some improv, I see. No, no, you're. He's literally doing a dab, though. I can see it. He's doing it. No, he's. (laughs) But people don't dab anymore, basically. Here's the thing, James. I love doing a dab, but I'll do it on my own time. (laughs) Thank you very much. I'll do it on my own. Don't say that I'm doing a dab when I'm not. It looks the power of me doing a dab. A daggy dab. Will we see a second dab from you by the end of this episode? Maybe. So you did the first one already? No, but I'll, I'll do two. <laughs> okay. I'll do two. <laughs> anyway, John Watts, uh, Spider-Man director. Spider-Man guy, yeah. He is uh, he's going to be the creator and executive producer on a new Star Wars series. Ooh. Get this. <gasps> Picture this if you can. It's going to be post-Return of the Jedi. Wow! I know. Uh, and the reconstruction that follows the fall of the Empire. A casting notice has been called for four children aged 11 to 12 years old, inside Lucasfilm. The show is being described as a galactic version of classic emblem coming-of-age adventure films of the 80s. Whoa. Sounds like Stranger Things. <laughs> That's what they're doing <laughs> here with Star Wars and emblem mm. and whatever. So there you go. Uh, that sounds fine. Yeah. And it's post-Return of the Jedi in that five-year period after, which is my favourite time period. Being sarcastic, I can't I don't tell. know. It all will tie into when they do Thrawn. That's what they're doing. Ah, uh, now, now I believe some sort of... Uh, official Disney source uh, released a sort of a, a required reading order or a re- required yeah, viewing order did, for, yeah. for Obi-Wan. And a lot of it is like Clone Satine. Wars, but specifically a character called Satine, yes. who I'm not familiar with, but it's Obi-Wan's girlfriend yeah, or something? Yeah, they, they're kind of into each other. They, or is it complicated? Yeah, it's a bit complicated because he's a Jedi and she's a whatever. Yeah, I haven't seen the episodes. I looked at that and I'm like, can I squeeze these in? Ah, probably not. I'll catch up. I know what happens yeah, in right. that storyline roughly. But, yeah. you know. I'd, and also I don't consider animation any like kind of real form of entertainment or art. I understand. That's why I will not be revisiting that You series. just love anime. Excuse me? You. Yeah. I don't anim- consider anime animation. Right. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, sure. it's its own genre mm, sure. and form of storytelling and art. Absolutely. Yeah. I know a lot about it too. Mm-hmm. Don't know, Mason. The that acoly- you, that's what you keep saying, yes. <laughs> the Acolyte. Uh, this is the show that Leslie Headland is doing. Okay. Who is behind Russian Doll, I believe. Oh. I might be wrong on there. Let me, do you have a f- number? Uh, I mean, I do. Yeah. But by the time I find it, because i got a lot of numbers in here, by the time I find it, you'll probably have Googled the thing. Okay, well, I'm Googling it now. I think she did, yeah, she did Russian Doll. She did Russian Doll, a bunch of, um, among other things. I am getting a text back here. Yeah, yeah, she did Russian Doll. Okay, great, thank you. Uh, she, uh, so basically her show is going to be set 100 years before The Phantom Menace. Oh. She says, my question when watching The Phantom Menace was always like, why is this so boring? No, well, 
How did things get to this point? How do so we, boring. Yeah, how do we get to the point where the Sith, or Sith Lord can infiltrate the Senate and none of the Jedi pick up on it? Like, but, what, and yet it's such a yawn fest. <laughs> like, Her words, not ours. Like what went wrong with this universe, but also this movie. Uh, what are the scenarios that led to this moment? So, yeah, this is one of the few series that isn't set mm. five years after Return of the Jedi. Nice. Uh, so that's good. I'm excited to see what she does with that. You, I mean, they've got – and this is, so this is 100 years prior to – I think that's Pretty in the everything. golden age of the – you know, they're doing the golden age of Republic or whatever yeah, the yeah, moment. Yeah. What's it called, that era? Golden age? Nah, that's not it, but okay. it's something going on. Like, nice. They're all wearing golden armour and whatever. Ooh. Yeah. That's good. That's, I agree. They're going to they're gonna have to take some chances. Some people who aren't George Lucas are going to have to take a shot at designing some stuff. It's very exciting. <laughs> they've already been – yeah, like I said, they've already been doing it a bunch of comics and, and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, very exciting stuff there, Mason. Also, yes. Michael Waldron – who wrote Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse Madman. Um, he's going to be writing Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie, whatever that is. Oh. Though I've heard it set five years after Return of the Jedi. Hell yeah. So that's good. Nice. That's the real golden age, I think. We just are, uh, actually, me and my son, we just finished with the original Star Wars trilogy. Um, he was loving it, mate. He was like, when Luke got his hand cut off in yeah. Empire Strikes Back, he was like, what is happening? <laughs> and I had to be like, Gets a robot hand, don't even worry about it. Oh, but there was a real moment where wow. he was like, that's a permanent injury. Mm. And he dropped his lightsaber. Sure. You yeah. know? That was good. And when Darth Vader. Would, would your dad have sat you down and said, don't worry, he gets a robot arm nah, later? He would have paused it and said, that's the end of the movie. Mm. <laughs> There's no more. <laughs> mm. But uh, that's yeah. why you should listen to your father. <laughs> yeah, and be a... careful around the bandsaw. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like, you know, he loved the bit where Darth Vader. Picked him up and threw him down the pit, the Emperor. Yeah, he's nice. like, yeah, because it's his son or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, he's still he's a bad dude. But if that was me, you better believe I'd throw the Emperor down the pit for you in a heartbeat. I also wouldn't wait. I wouldn't just be like, mm. let's see him get electrocuted for five minutes. Mm. I'm going to step in now, you know? I'll would be you, on that. Would you cut your own son's hand off with a lightsaber? I probably wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to say probably because mm. you can't ever say definitely. I mean, you know, what if, what if, you know, there's, what if you meet a Make-A-Wish kid and he's <laughs> number one, he's before he's going to die. He's like, can you chop your son's hand And it's hand my, off other, and... my other kids. Right. So, and, you know? and they're like, you know, you got to chop your son's hand off with lightsaber. And you'd be like, oh. God, I hate to do it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, there you go. Uh, also, there's a couple of things that have been cancelled, it seems. Oh, no. There was no mention of Donald Glover's. Um, Lando series or anything. Oh. That's not to say that that's done, but we'll mm. come to come back to that in a minute. And also Kathleen Kennedy on Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy said, Ryan has been unbelievably busy with Knives Out and the deal that he made with Netflix for multiple movies. Mm. It's not happening. They're not doing it. No, he seems to be busy with a, with a franchise that he likes doing and everybody likes being in yep. and a lots of stars want to be in it and, and, I think he and made everybody like, likes it. And, and he made like $200 million on that made deal so much money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or option two is be a gun for hire on this Star Wars stuff and not make Just that much money. Just everybody shout at you. Everyone <laughs> shouts at you all the time, yeah. In addition to everybody shouting at you all the time anyway for that one you did. Now now triple, quadruple that. Yeah, but I think even there are some people who don't like that movie, which is mm. not me, but would be like give him give him something set in its own era right, yeah, with yeah. characters and they'd probably be more okay with it. I like uh, Five Years After Return of the Jedi. That's the perfect time period to Isn't tell though, any yeah. story mm. because there's that 12-month 
window where That's you right. could just a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that so much stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be around in that week. You'd be like, oh, I'm god, stuffed. I'm tired. I'm stuffed. My mate. legs. I just want to sit down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But we've got weird chairs in this universe. <laughs> That's right. Now, did Kathleen Kennedy also say something about Alden Ironreich? Yes, and, yes. And I've got the, the the worst thing we ever did was recast anyone. I will in get an to... era when <laughs> we're, we're just about to release a TV series where we recast one of our most iconic characters. Boy, recasting characters is a terrible mistake. I do want to get to that right after this because you also said I hesitate to use the word trilogies anymore because Star Wars is much more about persistent storytelling. Oh. So I'd, for the moment, it seems they're going away from the next three films in the Sky, Sky, Skywalker saga, which I think they will do. Yeah. Uh, but it, that's, I'd say, it seems to be on hold for now. That's not to say that, like, Ray and Finn and whoever couldn't show up in a TV show and be like, um, it's five years after the Return of the Jedi and I'm here in a time machine. Sure. Yeah. You guys busy? Oh, you're extremely busy. Well, let me add to that. <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> I'm Finn and I'm lost in time. Good stuff. Help. Anyways, to get back to the thing you were talking about, mm. here's what the article says. I'll just read it verbates. The 2018 movie Solo explored Han Solo's younger years with Alden Ironreich taking on the role of the smuggler originated by Harrison Ford. The film has its admirers, but it made less at the box office than any of the other live-action Star Wars movies. Solo's swagger may be too singular for another actor to replicate. Kathleen Kennedy said this. There should be moments along the way when you learn things. Now, it does seem so abundantly clear that we can't do that, as in recast. Mm. And a lot of people have said this, and I would agree with it. He is absolutely not the problem with that movie. Yes, correct. Like the timing of it. It was marketed weirdly and badly. Like it came out just after The Last Jedi. They had to remake the entire thing. They had to thing. remake the entire thing. <laughs> Probably not not cheap. Mm. I think it's still the most expensive Star Wars movie, which would make sense because they made it twice. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, you know, if we are going to apportion some blame to Alden Ehrenreich, the entire time he was wearing a T-shirt that said, no, I don't know what the Hulk stick looks like. <laughs> and I guess they had to reshoot the whole thing. So... <laughs> I mean, I would I would say maybe a production assistant should have seen that. Yeah, but, but everyone's busy. Everyone's right? busy. Yeah, everyone's busy. Yeah, yeah. he knew that. He took advantage. Yeah, you know? he would. Some people. What's he said, done since then? Not a lot. Uh, he did a TV show. Okay, that I watched, which nice. was all right. Well, he was good. He's good. Yeah, he's good. I feel yeah. like, and I think everybody thinks he's good. Nobody's like, yeah, he ruined that because yeah. he absolutely didn't. Uh, some people have talked about how, well, maybe Solo should have been a TV show, but even doing a Solo TV show without Harrison Ford as Han Solo, it's the same thinking. Mm. Uh, maybe I should have recognized this before. But again, as you mentioned, Obi-Wan is a recast. Yep. Nobody had a problem with Lando being recast. I think they should have recast Luke for the five years after Return mm. of the Jedi, the, the TV show that's come, currently going in eight different TV shows. Because the guy that does the body, yeah, he looks Pretty similar. Yeah, and you could get, like, I know a lot of people have said, like, Sebastian Stan, yeah. you know, and that's also, like, what, just because he looks like him? Yeah, that's a factor. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I think, you know, if not him, yeah, get someone who kind of looks like mm. him because I, I just, I yeah, I just think this is a strange thing to be like. Yeah. That, that's the, if that's the only thing that you took from that mm. and that people don't like movies and want ongoing narratives in TV, mm. it's, I, don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think it can also be a mix. Sure. Recast some, do some shows, some movies. I don't know. Make some, you know, sometimes it could just be a weird jelly creature, <laughs> something sticking out of its head, <laughs> screaming. Yeah, just you know? Han Solo's block of carbonite sticking yeah, out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Uh, she also yeah. said, I love you. You know? He's very charismatic he in all is. forms, isn't he? Yeah, it's true. Uh, she said, also said, we would never make Indiana Jones without Harrison Ford, having just finished the fifth movie, still over a year away, by the way. I can tell you there wasn't a day I wasn't on set where I wasn't like, yes, this is Indiana Jones. Nice. Except for the time when the stunt guy does all of the other stuff. And Harrison Ford isn't there. <laughs> he's at home. Because <laughs> he's broken his foot again yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. he's up to. I, I recently also saw a video of Harrison Ford. I think he was on set with Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah. He's just like, look at this guy. He's all he's right. Pretty I like good. him. He's good. I'm paid he's to good. be here, but, you know, yeah. I still wouldn't say this if I didn't want to. That's right. Yeah. Uh, um, Alden Ehrenreich was in Brave New World. That's the one I watched. Yeah. Mm. But the Brave New World. I also think. Don't you think that's your I mean, I can, maybe you don't want to recast Indiana Jones. Fine, whatever. Use your weird CGI. I don't want to. Okay, you don't want to. Mm. But yeah. let's now, after like everything all at once and whatever, where's the short round movie? Like, do you know what I mean? Do mm. some other stuff in the universe. What yeah. happened to Donovan? He died. He got really old and he died because he drank from the wrong thing. Oh, yeah. No, he did, didn't He's he? He's a moron. Mm. Um, so you know what I mean? I, I just think I wouldn't close the door on that. And maybe they absolutely have not, Mason. Mm. Oh, Alden Ehrenreich, 2023, it's going to be in Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah, he is too. And also in 2023, he's going to be in an Elizabeth Banks movie called Cocaine Bear. Yeah, that's good. Pretty good, right? That's great. Yeah. James, here is the, pres- his, what, what, James, James what, here is the premise. What? Of what? <clears throat> in a Georgia forest, an American black bear goes on a rampage after ingesting a staggering amount of cocaine. That's great. Based on a true story. Whoa. Yeah. That sounds pretty good, actually. And it's also produced by Lord Miller. So oh, they, okay. like, they like that old. I like that whole and... team going yeah, on there. Producer, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he didn't. He wasn't the one who got them fired. <laughs> Evidently, no. that was the rumor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he went to Kathleen Kennedy and he was like, "You better fire these guys. I'm Harrison Ford now. I'm look at me. I'm Harrison Ford. Look at me, Myers. Look at Myers. <laughs> I'm serious, and I'm Harrison Ford now. Uh, do you like reboots, Mason? Yes. Do you like Alex G? Yes. Do you like the Hollywood Reporter? Yes. And you're gonna love their Alex G reboot. That's being made. Not the Hollywood Reporter. Hulu. <laughs> the Hollywood Reporter has invested all their money into rebooting a terrible movie. <laughs> 20th Century Fox. So Disney yes. is remaking Alex G. Mm. Uh, it's going to be written by. Let's not call it Alex G. That's anymore. what it's called. Uh, Justin Haythe. Mm. Uh, he's a writer of Revolutionary Road and Red Sparrow. Interesting. I've seen one of those. Mm. Guess which one? Revolutionary Road. No, it's the other one. Is it? We did an episode on Red Sparrow, didn't we? No, we didn't. Isn't that the one with... Um, you're thinking of Atomic Blonde. No, you're thinking of a different movie also. Red Sparrow is the Jennifer Lawrence one, isn't it, where she's a spy? Yeah, okay, we did do an episode on Red Sparrow. You're thinking of Atomic Blonde, a movie I haven't seen. Nice. Anyway, so yeah, it's going to be a movie, but on Hulu. Um, now, you're actually a fan of that comic outside of... like I've never... I don't think I've read any of it, or maybe a long time ago. It can get ago. a bit dense at times, because there's a lot to cover, and uh, it goes across... It spans, you know, over a hundred years and and various uh, dimensions, but like just and fandoms and fandoms and just but just the basic like the first couple of series is yeah it, the, the the premise is very simple and it is you know similar to the movie that it's uh, some of nineteenth uh, century literature's greatest figures yeah. team up and and battle evil so it's a it's a Justice League or an Avengers of yeah weird. Literary characters. You're, you're Invisible Man, you're, you're, uh, you're Jekyll but not, and Hyde. But not the real Invisible Man because that's somewhere else? Or was that the movie couldn't use the real Invisible Man? They'd the use movie the, the Invisible Man's mate or whatever. Yeah, the, the movie couldn't use the, orig- the original Invisible Man, but the comic does. I okay, think, yeah. fair enough. Mm. 
And it, what I mean, what's interesting about because it, it was Alan Moore famously yeah. who created Watchmen, etc., and Kevin O'Neill, I think, mm. and and they had a, you know a great it was a great literary style and a great kind of old school mm. uh, art style that looked very much like if comic books were being made in that era, that's okay. what they would look like. Mm. They're very very. Uh, Gross isn't the word, but it's something like gross. <laughs> right. Unpleasant? You know, unpleasant. You don't just, like it? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Does the art style change as the era progresses? Uh, the art style is the same, but the, obviously the, 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 the background changes yeah. essentially. Um, didn't you say also that at one point Alan Moore's like pop culture knowledge wraps up and he's like, does. Know, Harry Potter maybe? There's a series. There's the, the, well, I mean, uh, I think that's where I was going to go. The The original series is sort of set, I think, in the, the 19th century. Mm. That would be like Sherlock Holmes kind of era. Right? Mm. Sure. And, then, and, and that is, if you, if you just want to jump in on that, jump in the first couple because it's, it's, it's pretty straightforward, I yeah. think. It's only in the latest seasons where it's like we see uh, leagues from times past and the future and okay. and there's a, there's a series called League of Extraordinary Gentlemen Century, which – Sort of spans the entire twentieth century. LXGC, LXGC, baby, uh, and yeah, that. But that sort of the the final episode is in like two thousand and nine. Okay, and, and and people are like, you look at the, the Watchmen movies in it. Yeah, probably. Uh, well, that's interesting. I wonder what Alan Moore's involvement none. in this is. Absolutely none. Does I would it say, say none. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't done anything. He doesn't even write comics really anymore, does he? He makes like experimental films in a cave. It's true. When he wrote that book, it was like. A million words or something. Didn't he also do um, – he's doing a master class at the moment. I've seen the ads. Oh, he might be, yeah. Uh-huh. He's like, hello. Mm, I would love to know – Sell all the rights and then yeah. have no involvement so you get I mean, I'm money. not I, – I, look, what I hope from this is that it's very good and Alan Moore watches it and he goes, I quite like this one. Okay. That would be nice. I don't think he watches any of it regardless yeah. of whether it's good or not. But I'm also curious because I think he and Kevin O'Neill own this, so – But maybe they don't own the rights to the – Yeah, right. To the – Movies like they might get paid, but they don't have the yeah. Because if it's still at Twentieth Century Fox, that means they retain Twentieth Century Fox retain the yeah, rights. Right, right, yeah, right, Wow, I'm guessing, or they struck another deal. Mm. And I don't think Alan Moore would really care to be no, honest. Yeah. No, anyway, anyway, people should check out the comic book. I think that's the the one takeaway from all of this is if you've seen the movie and you thought it sucked, check me. out the comic. It's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check the comic out. Read the comic and read read the whole thing. It goes in some wild and wonderful directions, and you encounter some characters you wouldn't think you would. Okay. Terrific. Trailers Ahoy, Mason? Like Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is in there. What? Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Trailers Ahoy, Mason? <laughs> now, this isn't out officially as of recording this, but the, the Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 trailer released. Ooh. But it's got none of the Foley in it, none of the Dave Foley in it. Oh, no. No, no, the sound, Mason. I was oh, joking yes. then. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's all like it's the music and you see some stunts and Tom Cruise doing some big stuff. This isn't like that time no, uh, the, the Mummy trailer no. was released. In. It, look, you can watch it and be like, yeah, this still looks good regardless. Okay, terrific. Uh, but, yeah, I would say if you haven't seen it, you don't really. I wouldn't track it down. You know, mm. just yeah, I'm gonna wait. wait. Yeah. Another thing that I would wait for is mm. marriage. That's beautiful, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The uh, the the trailer I probably wouldn't watch if I was interested in watching the series completely fresh would be The Boys season three. Oh, which gives away talk about that now. Yeah, it gives yeah. away a lot. I think. Boy, does it. So should we say somewhat spoilers for the boys? Somewhat spoilers for the boys. I think. But we I mean, obviously, we're not going to say anything that isn't in the trailer. No, because we haven't seen any episodes. But it looks. It, it is very. It seems to be very much. I'm sure there will be plenty of surprises. Mm. And the you know the fun of the boys, I think, is in the telling and in the 
brutal action sequences and what have you. Yeah. And the fun swears. And fun but swears. But this trailer, if you haven't seen it, is pretty much a blow-by-blow blow of how the season is going to progress story-wise, yes. I think. Huey's like, I work for the government now. Mm, and I'm telling you what to do, Butcher. And he's like, oh, no, bloody, bloody, blimmin' blah. And then he's like, you I, what? I tried to do it my way, now let's do it your way or whatever. Yeah. And Butcher gets the thing that turns him into a superpower person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens in the comics, like, mm. all the time. Yeah, yeah. They're just a pill and they take it and they're just like, great. This doesn't, there's not <laughs> this really any great. kind of ramifications for This is for great it. for us, actually, yeah. Uh, Homeland is, like, unraveling further. It and, he's like, and he's like, uh, yeah, look, I didn't know this. My girlfriend was a Nazi. Yeah, yeah. He did, though. He did, know. I reckon he did, know. Speaking of World War II, mm-hmm. uh, Soldier Boy shows up. Yes. And it appears he's not just played by uh, Dean Winchester. Mm-hmm. Um, Jensen Ackles. Yes. I did forget his name, but then I remembered. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like he's not just like a Captain America-esque dude where he's like a little bit superpowered. He's got powers on top of... Yes. Like he can shoot a big blast out of him. Unless he's taking the pills. Unless he's taking the pills, that's a good point. Yeah. But when they when he comes out of Frozen Nation... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's his name? Home, not Homelander. Carl Which, Urban. Okay, yes, Carl like Urban. recognises him. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I don't know. Do you think that's... I think they should hire both of us... To do recaps, maybe on the Blu-ray or something like that. So when, uh, oh, what's his, his name? name? Oh, he was in Lord of the Rings. Carl Urban? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When he gets him out of the frozen nation, it's, uh, <laughs> and he uh, comes at him and. Uh, yeah, really good stuff. Yeah, it's, all, it's, it's been consistently good. Yeah. So I, of course I'll check this out. Um, it's also May appears to be like betraying Homelander and giving oh. them secrets and whatever <gasps> and whatnot. Yes. And also there's a second trailer for Dawn of the Seven. The director's cut. Yeah, which is a sort of a, mm. a Zack Snyder's Justice League, yeah. but featuring the boys. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, not, yeah, not the, 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 not the, the seven, not the, the seven, boys. not the boys. And it seems to be also like a propaganda. See, I could, I could be at you the start could, of this. You, <laughs> you know, they do the little trailer, the, the preview of the trailer before the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then it's the, the it? boys, the, the boys. No, 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 the show's the boys. No, the They're one. the seven. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah, the yeah, animated yeah. one. Mm. But it's also, it seems to be, it's helping, it's like a propaganda piece to rewrite the history of him and the Nazi that he yeah. dated for a bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a that was a fun little thing. Anyways, this is coming on June 3rd, so oh. not very, less than a month away now. If, oh. We're in May, aren't we? Yes. Great. We're in yeah. May, everybody. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and we're going to see, uh, remember, remember that lady at the end? And she was like, I'm a senator and I can explode people's heads. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. What's that? What's that about? I reckon they're going to explode her head. Her head? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. With a mirror. I think so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Good. Very good. The other thing, another trailer we saw, very short trailer, teaser trailer for Dan Trachtenberg's Prey. He did 10 Cloverfield Lane, which I think is the best Cloverfield movie. <laughs> okay, what do you sure. think of that, Mason? I think, uh, it's, yep. I like the first one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you like the third one? No. Interesting. Not really a Cloverfield movie either. It's like mm-hmm. a different movie and they put a monster at the end. It's <laughs> a different <laughs> movie. Yeah. Uh, so this is the one that's going that's set in uh, 1719, where a skilled female ro- warrior protects her tribe from a highly evolved alien predator. Mm. So I am very excited for this, and it's also coming to streaming on August 5th. So you don't even have to go to a cinema to see it. But I would 100% go to the cinema for this. 
Sure, we were burnt on the Predator. Uh-huh. But before that, there was Predators, which was good. Predators was but good. before that, there was Predator 2. Alien versus Predator oh, Requiem. Right. And that, I didn't like it, but you liked Requiem? it. Requiem? Requiem, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before that, there was Alien versus Predator, which I thought was That's when they busted better, out the rectum good. vacuum. <laughs> The recu- the Requiem. That happened in Alien Four when it got like sucked yeah, out of yeah, the yeah. ship. And before that, there was Predator Two, and I didn't, I don't really like that one. But then there was original Predator, and that's that's mm. holds up pretty well. So I, I just, I like the idea, especially of doing a different setting, different time period. It just doesn't have to be. I was going to say the same thing, but it has, Predator doesn't really always do the same thing, does it? It, it jumps around a I bit. Mean, it certainly features a lot of predators. I yes, think. but I mean, like it's not always like a jungle setting. That's true. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Though mm-hmm. Uh, again, the best one is. Predator and the second most one is Predators. Correct. Everybody knows that. Mm, right, Mason? I agree. Some people don't agree with that. Anyways, I'm really looking forward to that, uh, which I probably shouldn't be. But <laughs> I like everyone involved and I really like the premise. No, you know what? Let's, let's in the middle of 2022, let's set a, a goal for 2022, which is, which is keep our hopes high yep. and have a bit of fun, James. That's right. And our shoulders square mm. and, our, and our chest out and our hips back. Is that the? Okay, yep. Yeah. So we're adopting a, sort of a sort of a tilt a, forward. From a deadlift. Yeah, it's not really. Yeah, I think we're going to tip over, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be right. Also, we got a trailer for George Miller's next movie, George Miller being the director of all of the Mad Max movies mm-hmm. and Babe 2. That's correct. And other things, Happy Feet. Or Feeds. Babe 1. Which one did he, he direct? He did Babe 2. He produced Babe 1 and maybe okay. wrote it. Anyways, 3,000 Years of Longing, mm. which is Tilda a- Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Idris Elba. That's right. And he's a genie. Mm. I don't know if what... If they were a couple, their name would be Tildbris. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'd probably keep their own names. Tilda Swindra. <laughs> yep. All right. Great. Very nice. Til, til, Tilbris. Yep. We got time. El, no, it's okay. The first one was the best one. What was that again? <laughs> Tilbris Swinba. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So do you want to, what is the premise of this? Uh, it looks like a genie in the bottle kind of situation. Yeah. Tilda Swinton uncovers a, 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 some sort of magical mm. uh, lamp in a, or a magical something in a in a in a, in a thing in a in a junk shop, and yep. uh, and it turns out it's got a genie in it, and, and he's like, "You want three wishes?" And she's like, "When has that ever worked out? Yeah. When has that ever worked out well for anybody? This is these are all a metaphor. Everything here is a metaphor." <laughs> You know that, right? Yeah. Yes, I know that. So this is based on a on a book or a short story or something, is it not? I don't know. Yeah, I believe it is. Okay. Um, but so should we read? Should we read that um, plot summary right now and spoil everything for us? Yes, I might be wrong. Don't be written by no, it's written by it's the it's the adaptation of the short story short story the the Jin in the Nightingale's Eye. Oh, it's actually a movie that I've been meaning to watch. It's on my list. It's called the the Jin the Jin the Jin. Where it's about a boy who has to survive. I think you've already bloody experienced the gin, mate. Thank you very much. You're drunk. Uh, <laughs> a boy who it's something like a, 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 a the gin <laughs> busts into his apartment at night, so it's a little boy and he has to survive the night with like a spooky genie. Oh, and apparently it's very good. Is um, it a kids' film? Absolutely not. Okay, great. Yeah, but I will be so- showing both of my children. <laughs> um, so yeah, th- so the the premise of the movie is a sh- a scholar content with life encounters a de gin. Uh, who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. The com- their conversation, a hotel room in Istanbul, leads to consequences neither that, neither would have expected. So it seems as if also it, it's the, he tells the story of all the, the different scenarios he's, mm. he's been involved in. It did give me um, everything everywhere all at once kind of vibes. I don't, that's not the coincidence, obviously. Because you've only ever seen one film and it's everything everywhere all at once. That's true. Mm. That's true. I just imagine what other movies are like. And I've got a pretty yeah. good strike rate. <laughs> 
I'm really, this looks great. I'm so excited, Mason. Are you excited? Big positives time. Yes, I'm pretty excited. And you're dabbing too. No, James is doing a second dab. I've <laughs> no, yet to no. do any dabs. <laughs> no, no, no. Mason is doing a dab because he's so excited. No. But, Correct. So you're not excited? No, I am excited. And you are doing a dab. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. True. They're mutually exclusive things. <laughs> okay. Great. So that. Sometimes I do a dab when I'm not excited. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Sad dab. It's currently got 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. How can it, it have that? Because it's granted cans. Oh. Uh, but it's going to be out on August 31st. Fuck you. <laughs> That's hardly any time at all, James. We've got a we've got a Top Gun in the meantime. We've got an Obi-Wan. Yep. We've got She-Hulk. Wait, or do we? Yeah, when is She-Hulk's August question. 17th. Is it? Yes. Ah. Anyway, let's talk about She-Hulk. Okay, let's do it. There was a trailer this week. Now, people were excited over at Disney. I'm they, excited. They said this has 78 million views in 24 hours. It's the second largest Marvel TV uh, trailer. Behind. It says, see, seems like people are big, Kev, excited. It it's says. true. Behind Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But, mm. of course, Mason, as with all things, some people are like, I hate how this is. Sure, uh, yes. You, uh, cause it, yeah, because some of the CGI, yeah, it's a little ropey in parts. It's pretty rough. Some might say uh, at one point there's a shot where she looks like she's in The Sims. <laughs> yes. I would say that. Okay, fair I'm enough. I'm not saying all of it's that bad. Yeah. No, I think there's some there's some stuff that – Looks very good in it as well. Yeah, mostly the other characters because they already had the models. I think it seems that way. Yeah, Hulk and and Abomination are in this trailer and they look as, as they good did. as they have in the movies. And I think it's pretty. I don't look. I don't know how visual effects works, but I suspect they just have like all the character assets on a hard drive, no doubt. And they can just get Ruffalo to come in and they match it out, and it's already been drawn. So yep. and then you do lighting mm. and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Interesting thing about the Hulk is his arm is repaired. That's true. And he's the Hulk again, but he's also Ruffalo in this. He's doing both, right? Oh, good question. He's in in that pre-trailer trailer we got a few months ago. Yeah. He was regular Ruffalo. Yeah. So maybe. Reg Ruff. Reg Ruff. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's true. Well, how do you feel about this effect, these effects? A lot of people have also, I mean, you know, the, the, the discourse sort of goes back and forth. A lot of people are like, well, it's not really any worse than like Thanos, but I think it is. No, I think it is. And also like I don't care. And I say that for everything, right. except for the things sure. I'm really excited for. But yeah. I mean, as in, like, unless it's atrocious, yeah. I'm if it's a good and funny show and a compelling legal drama, drama or whatever they're doing, then that, those are the parts of it that I'm going to be. I mean, it looks it looks fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Exactly, I'm excited for the show. Mm-hmm. Got a good vibe to it. Yeah. Um, but I think if it all looks like that, it's going to be quite distracting. Yeah, oh, no, totally. If yeah. it's, if it's, I think it's fascinating. If it's distractingly this bad, that's This is the main different. character of this show, and yeah. they're like, should we put more into this? Nah. Less. Less, if anything. And I know there's a thing of, like, it's not finished yet, but also how often does it, does a change happen? I think once. And it gets, Sonic. Sonic, yes. But in Marvel, I think maybe once it happened. There, there are, like, slight improvements, but I've yeah. never seen, like, a huge jump where it's completely, like, not a problem yeah. anymore, you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, speaking of huge jumps, mm. they do a huge jump. Yes. Also, apparently the, the the character model over the production of the show shrank. Well, a I got that of, right You got here. that right there. A lot of people, they, they they kept getting notes saying, make her smaller. Yeah. Make her smaller. So Katty uh, Knit said, uh, when the character creator doesn't let you make buff women, and Sean Rucroft, who sa- said, replied, I was at a company that did VFX for this. Apparently she was bigger early on, but the notes kept saying, make her smaller. We always roll our eyes like we did on Sonic, but at the end of the day, artists got to follow orders. This is the era for a big muscular woman. They've got the lady. What are they the, doing? The Resident Evil lady. What's happening? The whole world went crazy for that lady. Ridiculous. Mm. You, you, you do the, the big muscular woman. 
Which one? No, no, I mean, in the show, you make her the big muscular Hulk woman. Why didn't they make her, the, like, why would they make her smaller? Oh. In the show, She-Hulk. Because lady can't, ladies can't be big, James. Lady can't be big. Lady cannot be big. <laughs> I mean, she's still big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's, like, more, like, tall. That being said, the, the benefit of a character like a Hulk or a She-Hulk is you can change the model later. Like, if you, like... Make her bigger. They can be like, ah, oh, she... Uh, gamma, Maybe they, next more gamma like, radiation, whatever. Make her smaller. Make her smaller. Actually. Oh, no, make her smaller regular. than she actually is. Yeah, right. Make her a foot smaller. Yeah. Yeah, and not green either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just regular. <laughs> Just a shorter woman. Mm. So, yeah. I don't so, know. Also, we got Downey back, so it's an Iron Man show now. <laughs> She's Iron Man now. <laughs> so, look, yeah, I am looking forward to this, but, yeah, mm. just hearing that stuff just kind of makes me go, oh, okay, yep, cool. Also, Wong's apparently in it. Oh. As he, in, as he is in everything yeah. at the moment. Also, uh, it looks like um, Abomination can change back. Yes. Unless he has, because uh, we get Tim, yes. Tim Roth regular. Reg Roth. Reg Roth, you're Reg right. Roth. We get Reg Roth and Reg Ruff. He's also... <laughs> Same. He's also the same. Uh, he's in the same cage that we saw in Shang Chi. Ah, when you go through the portal, you see the cages in the background. So ah. yeah, good does story. that mean that does that mean that Wong magicked him out of the cage so they could go and do a fight? Uh, maybe he's maybe he's like happy to go back in the cage. I guess you okay. know what I mean. He seems pretty chilled out. Yeah, pretty chilled you know? out. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. But, but yeah, what is the scenario where he can change back and he lives in a cage, but he's allowed to go out and do underground fighting with Wong? No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, is, what's the is, scenario? Is sneaking him out? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. what's the scenario? Oh. Yeah, maybe that, yes. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Don't know either. It's like Wong's just making money on the side. Maybe. Maybe the food's good in the, in the, in it the probably super does. probably does look pretty good, actually. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Um, probably bring him, like, a big plate that's got, like, 20 roast chickens on it. Ooh, I love roast chicken. That's probably too many for me, though. <laughs> yeah. Any other thoughts on any of these trailers, Mason? They all look good, except for that last one, which looks all right, I guess. Okay, let me just confirm. There's also, there's also that the, – the, the, the moment I'm talking about is there's a there's a moment I think she's entering a, a, the courtrooms or something. Yeah, I know you're And she's about. entirely CG. Yeah. And it looks weird. Like, it does look weird. You're not going to – also, there are, like, very tall women. Just yes. get a very tall, regular woman. Where are you going to find a tall woman, Mason? Hollywood. Great point. Mm. Now there's a woman in the Halo series who's six foot three. Ah. Um, so you could have got her. It's not even that tall. No, I know, but if you put someone six foot three in like six inch like boots, yeah, that's true. Then they're six inches and do the Lord taller. of the Rings perspective trick exactly. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know anything. Also, I didn't know. I, we we probably discussed this at length, but I didn't know until last week that uh, Halo, Mister Halo, yeah, it's Pablo Schreiber. I didn't know that. Yeah, until. it's Lee Schreiber's half brother. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who's also Mad Swain? He's the giant leprechaun in American Gods. I've never among other seen things. American Gods except for that first episode, which I did watch. Nice. Yeah, there you go. He's, he's definitely in that episode. Is he? Yes. All right then. Um, also, <laughs> anyway, I would have watched it from the outset if I knew Pablo Schreiber was in it. Yeah. Which I did because I'm sure we discussed it on this. Are you going to watch it now? No. It's too late. Why is that? Oh, maybe I'll watch it. I've heard people just hate it every day. Yes, I'm just seeing yes. people just hating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also apparently there's going to be a Thor, new Thor trailer early in the week as Ooh. well. But as mentioned, well, then I don't have time to watch Halo because I'll be sitting at home waiting for that trailer. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, James. Well, what's We're that? We're going to need one bit of news from me. We are going to need one bit of news, actually. So what I've done is I've gone to comingsoon.net. Oh, my God. And I've I'm... just gone to the first page. And this one, look, the second one just says, this is from 11 hours ago. This is hot, fresh news. Great. It just says, Jeremy Renner to play David Armstrong in upcoming biopic. Yeah, so I did see this. Who's that? No, he's the guy 
It is an interesting story, but I've completely forgotten okay, what it well, is. Okay, well, I'm going to read it out, James, because this is my This bit is of news. the laziest one bit of news we've ever had. You never established any rules for this, James. I'm going to establish some Jeremy rules. Jeremy Renner is set to star as journalist David Armstrong in an as of yet untitled film based on the true story of Armstrong's work uncovering secrets about the opioid I epidemic. There's a lot of that now at the moment, like yeah, dope seek yeah, and whatever else. Yeah. The film will see Renner take on the role of the journalist who helped uncover various secrets about the Sackler family and Purdue Farmer's role in the rampant spread of the addictive painkiller OxyContin. Directed by award-winning filmmakers and husband and wife duo, duo Aaron Gorday and Nikita Pulapilli. Beneath the Harvest Sky and Queen Pins. Anyway, blabbity blue. Wow, They're going to announce it on the Jeremy Renner app. I love on. how you um, just put in no effort into I that. I know, right? Like, that was great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Are you saying you don't want to hear about Jeremy Renner? Not really. I'm not anti Jeremy Renner, mm. but I'm like, what's he up to? I don't. Going to do this? He's going to be this guy. I now. I now. I know. Wow. You're going to bring one. You, you, I feel like you gave us a bit of the Renner around then, and I'm not, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Yes. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100 online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. 
I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. Mason, Chip and Dale, Dale, uh, Rescue Rangers, mm. uh, has a reboot. Yes. There was a 1989 show that went for three seasons. Uh-huh. And let me tell you this about that show, Mason. Go on. It was never my favourite. If what it was, was on, I'm favorite? like, probably DuckTales. Duck Duck? No, actually, by me, it was DuckTales. But it was like, the you know, because when we were kids, mm. something was on. It was Mine on. was fine literature, but <laughs> you, you do whatever you want. Name, name a book, Mason. <laughs> I've, no, I've 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 read so many books. I've I've pretty much read every book, so that that's going to be difficult to narrow it down. You know, to one book. To pick one book. To pick one book. Okay, but okay. I'm going to have to say Ducktales coloring book. <laughs> so, but you know when we were kids, egg on your face, isn't it? It is really duck egg. Duck on egg your face. Yes. <laughs> this was never my favorite of the Disney lineup. Yeah, it's odd, and I'm like, fine. Sure. Because because this is television. It's either this or I or I go outside, and I'm not doing that. That was uh, that was Channel Seven slogan, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is television. It's either this or go outside. <laughs> so, uh, were you a fan of this show? No, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm sure I watched. I'm not it anti. I'm I wasn't sure, against yeah, it. I'm sure I watched it intermittently. I bet I would have. I I I'm sure I remember. Like you know what I liked. I I'm sure I liked their little um. The little flying machine situation oh, yeah. that would have been fun for that was me. Fun, yeah. Like a like a if they if one of them had a gun that fired a plunger, I'm pretty I'd sure be on, they did, I'd be yeah. on board with that. I think that that's cool. Yeah, but I th- I, I think uh, I think I think an issue I always had is that every every episode of Monterey Jack, who was mm. the big the big the big Aussie the cheese guy, uh, yeah. Aussie cheese guy, would be would be entranced by some cheese, yeah, siren style, and I'm like. Come on, moderator. Get Jack. it together. Put some put some little plugs in your nose or something. Yeah, God exactly. Damn it. You, this is life or death. that's <laughs> happening here. Yeah, you've hunted down some mercenaries in Cuba, and you've you got to you got to rescue some hostage. You got to you're gonna have to you're gonna have to carve your way through those dudes, and we're gonna need Monterey Jack because he's the biggest killer of them all. They're gonna they should cut him from the team. You know, uh, that's what yeah, they should yeah. have done. Mm. Anyways, this they time should smash his nose like in Black Widow, so he's so he's, <laughs> he can't smell anything anymore. This is from uh, Akiva Schaefer, who is, of course, one of the Lonely, lonely, lonely Islands. Islands. Uh, he directed Hot, uh, Hot Rod. He did Pop Star Never Stop, Never Stopping, which is a criminally unrelated. unrelated. It's very it's unrelated, unrelated, but it's also an uh, underrated uh, mockumentary. What do you think the story was? All oh, right. Okay. So this, in, so this is one of those universes in which. Roger Rabbit. Well, it's, a, it's the Roger Rabbit uh, principle yeah. in the sense that... Or maybe the same universe. Maybe it's the same universe, except we'll get... Okay, so the, the premise is that uh, Chip and Dale and the other supporting characters 
Yes, they were on that cartoon show back in the day, but they were merely actors yes. portraying those characters. And, and they, they put also on funny w- voices. And They also weren't the original version. So the original version of them, because they, they're from like the 40s or yeah, whatever. Right, right. But none of that exists. But they auditioned for the reboot, essentially, in the yeah, 80s. Yeah. And, uh, but, but now the, the series went off the air. Uh, the, the team went their separate ways for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chip works in insurance now. Yep. Uh, and uh, and 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 Dale's a a fading star, mm-hmm. but he's mm-hmm. had the 3D surgery. Yep. Uh, but but at, over in bloody Toontown, but it's not really Toontown, but it's just LA. But that's yeah. bloody like it's like a bloody <laughs> it's like cartoon, a bloody cartoon, mate. It's like a bloody, bloody larger bloody than cartoon. life. And anyway, there's there's some there's some toon disappearances, and Chip yep. and Dale are like. Well, maybe we, we don't want to, but we should team up and uh, yeah. solve the mystery. And it's a good good time. But you're right, it's in the sense that it is, it's it's not only a, a Roger Rabbit style universe, but Roger Rabbit is in this. Yeah. But is it the Roger Rabbit from the movie Roger Rabbit, or is the movie Roger Rabbit a movie that that Roger Rabbit was, was in? in? Yeah, great question. Isn't it though? Yeah. Uh, I don't know in answer mm. to that question. Yeah, but this is—I mean, this is—you know—is uh, it Roger Rabbit light in terms? Because Roger Rabbit was quite dark. I think from this memory. gets pretty dark. I agree. I don't. So, I wouldn't like again. I would you show this to your kids? I wouldn't show uh, it to yeah. your kids. Yeah, my oh, eldest, I would. Yeah, okay, the other right. one would just be like, I don't know what this is. No, that's true. I don't get any of these references. But I reckon he'd be like, this is something. Like this is this yeah. Got, this got some thrills and chills in it. It's true. Especially it does. towards the end. Yeah. So the cast includes John Mulaney, Andy Sandberg, Eric Banner. Yeah, it's Monterey Jack. Yeah, why isn't he like really, really famous? I mean, he's famous, but then he stopped being famous. I as think famous he's. As I what think he he's was. probably one of those guys who's like, I don't like doing Hollywood stuff. Yeah, well, he did because he did a bunch of it, and then yeah, you know, he did like people like him and stuff. Yeah, he was the Hulk briefly. He was Troy briefly. <laughs> He was the dry. He was the dry. I did like the dry actually. The book and the movie. Mm. Uh, also, they, yeah, I think I think he just went. I, I, he probably look and again Hollywood money's crazy and I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure he didn't make like upper echelon Hollywood money but I'm sure he made enough Hollywood money that he probably doesn't have like to, twenty million bucks yeah I don't think he has fine. to I think he can just do what he wants now yeah. which is the movie The Dry I appreciate uh, any or, or get or go down to Bathurst or whatever he likes yeah. that he likes yeah, I like cars. I love cars and I love the Sydney Swans or whatever I think he likes <laughs> the dogs doesn't he I don't know I think he likes the dogs oh there's no he's the Saints he likes the Saints he likes betting on the dogs he's betting on the dogs that's why he's back doing movies because mm-hmm. he bet his 20 million away on the dogs oh, Mason no. anyways I love any movie that opens with <laughs> he bet 20 million dollars on a dog a dog called Poiter <laughs> he lost it all deep cut Mason not that deep pretty deep mm. Nobody outside of Australia would know that outside of if you heard it on this show. That's probably true. Uh, anyway, it opens with Tenacious D, Friendship is Rare, yeah. which I appreciated. There's a couple of good That's songs in this. Mm. Uh, there's <laughs> The whale rap is really good. <laughs> sure, yeah. This is the rap song that just keeps <laughs> diverting to that they're not going to eat a whale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that felt very like Lonely mm. Island kind of did, oddball kind of, kind of thing. But the villain in this that we find out very early on is um is Sweet Pete, mm. who, as voiced by George Bluth, what's his name? Will Arnett. Thank you. Yes. Good Lord. Uh, plays a grown-up version of Peter Pan mm. who's balding and overweight and runs like a mini criminal empire. Apparently that was quite controversial because I think somebody who played Peter Pan back in the day had like okay. a like a checkered a checkered past who is very poorly treated by Hollywood. Oh, really? Generally, okay, people yeah. People like, how dare people do this? But yeah. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, they did cast that dude aside, didn't they? Yeah. Do you think that was an intentional nod to that? No. It was just I like, think they just went, what's an innocent character and make we'll make him Yeah. We'll make him Why did he age, but the other kid didn't age? Because they meet one of the Lost Boys at one point. What are the rules question. of this universe? Also, how the fuck did they get all of these cameos? 
uh, licensing deals, I guess. I guess, but there's like I reckon they just said Mulaney and South Park I, in this. It would not shock me even Wait. slightly if they just got Mulaney and Sandberg just to call just people? to call people and go, "Can we borrow this character for this? It'll be funny." And they went, "Yes, that's yeah. fine." There's Transformers in this. Yeah, Blaster is in Tiger this. Tiger is in this from uh, from the Avengers, but uh, the Marvel Un- United Unlimited the, series, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That, 90s one. He-Man's in this. Skeletal. I'm just going to rattle off some names. Dave Lee, been on the show. Oh, Dave Lee's in this. Dave Lee's in it. Uh, From Dave Lee Down Under. He did a huge Easter egg video on this if you want to know exactly who's in this. But these are some of the ones that I saw. Blaster, Roger, Rabbit, Tiger, uh, He-Man and Skeletor, uh, Flounder, um, uh, Dobby on a poster in the background in a Gucci ad. He's all dropped out on a Gucci ad, yeah. Fast and Furious Babies. Meryl Streep, Mrs. Doubtfire. Did I pitch Fast and Furious Babies at some point? Maybe. I'm sure you're not the only no, one. No, I pitched that. Blade Runner Babies. Oh, there did you? Okay. And you, you vetoed yeah. it. Did I? Yes. Good. Wow. Uh, one of my favorite segments that we saw was Batman versus E.T. Yes. And we see a clip of the film. Yeah. And E.T. says, E.T. forgive Bat. And, it's just, and Batman uh, says, fine. <laughs> Which is what? Because again, this is Disney. How you'd have they to get, get it. You'd have to. Get I mean, that was the original because the Roger Rabbit deal was the first of its kind because yeah. it was Warner Brothers and Disney coming together. Now, let me ask you this, James. Yeah. Unless you have more cameos, I do. But okay. that's fine. no, no, no. Finish, no, no, it's finish fine. your list of cameos. Uh, cats, sort of. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. When they go to the Uncanny Valley, Randy Marsh, Scrooge McDuck, Jimmy Neutron's hair, Beavis. <laughs> Senator Beavis. He's running for senator mm-hmm. in this. That show's also coming back as well. Yeah, you yeah. see, but they're now middle aged. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is in this, yes. Uh, My Little Pony, Voltron, Pumbaa, and various other Seth Rogen characters, Darkwing Duck, which is getting a reboot. Mm. But, of course, we'll talk about the the strangest and biggest cameo in a bit. Yeah. But here's a question. This my question is mm. for you. Is this just a shameless exercise in IP management? A la Ready Player One no. and, and it's, Space Jam 2. No, it's not, it's, is it? Because it's, it's funny. Wild. I mean, it's it funny. is they also. Put... It is. Yes. But it's also, it's pretty funny. Yeah. You know? But I feel like. It isn't a case of, well, what do we have and let's just cram everything in. I feel like a yeah. lot of these choices are considered yep. and it feels like, and I don't know who wrote this, but you, you might have I the information somewhere. I think it was the, somewhere. Allen guys. Okay, yeah. great. But it, it feels like it's jokes first and whatever. Because they could have packed every Earth's Mightiest Hero Avenger into this if they wanted to. Yeah, I would, definitely. Or, yeah. or, you know, what? there could have been an enormous crowd scene where we see – 5,000 characters that Disney own. Outside of Paul Rudd, is there any Avenger, like actual Avengers in it? There's not, is there? Inside of Paul Rudd, mm. is there any Avengers? Have they by, used his own shrinking technology against him. By Dan Gregor and Doug Mand. And if I click on their names, I can't, there's no, I can't go anywhere oh. on Wikipedia. So Whoa. there you go. Mystery men. Mystery men. Um, but no, it's funny. That's the thing. Yeah. It's they've they've actually and J.K. Simmons is in it. He's, he's some sort of Gumby style uh, police detective. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's a new character, right? Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which makes sense when it's revealed that. Are we spoiling this? No. When no, nothing's revealed. Nothing is ever. I like revealed. the bit where he's got gum on him and he's just like, ah, oh, that's part of me now. Big reveal. Big reveal. Um, yeah, I think the characters serve the story as opposed to the characters are there. So you look and you go, oh, okay, great. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it feels like they put more care and attention into this than, say, a Space Jam, a movie that I hate. Space 100%. Jam 2. Like there's a, you know, a chip, uh, chip is an insurance salesman and he goes home to his little chipmunk home yeah. and his only friend is his pet dog. Who's enormous. Who's an, who's an enormous dog who lives in what, his chip's house, which is essentially also a dog house. Yeah. And he's built him a little 
uh, feeding the, yeah. feeding device in the thing. And I'm like, that's not. It doesn't feel like Space Jam would do that because no. that would involve caring about it. Any would just be like this besides the food's already some, there. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's just the it's just the little touches. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like the little houses aren't even like they're not oddly proportioned. They've they're made to look like regular houses, mm-hmm. you know, but every now and then you'll see like a bigger thing and you're like, uh-huh. oh, this is a tiny, or somebody will be like standing outside of an apartment yeah, right, block right. and they're just like the height of the mm. window or whatever. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. Uh, but should we just do spoilers, I yes, guess? Yes, I'm going to say best movie ever. I agree. I mean, obviously it's free. Yeah. So uh, That's what I know, love about that. You can enjoy that. Uh, so, yeah, it turns out that the Gumby Man, first by, voiced by J.K. Simmons. No, not the Gumby. No, so Peter Pan is the bad guy and he turns into a Optimus Prime uh, Woody from Toy Story, Wreck-It Ralph, cat-headed creature <laughs> yeah. at the end, yes. which they battle. But also I, the, the the putty police chief. Mm-hmm. He's on the take, baby. He's on the take. And I just like the idea of a regular person fighting Gumby. Yeah. I think they did some really interesting things with that even because it could have just been like a punch-up and whatever. But, uh-huh. you know, he's like stretchy and he can change his shape and you can't really hurt something like that mm. the T-1000 him or whatever. That's right. I enjoyed that. Um, ugly Sonic, though. Yes. <laughs> How they continually refer to it. Like, that's his name. As, as voiced by Tim Robinson <laughs> yeah. from uh, I Think You Should Leave. So what do you think happened there? Is that a – they'd have to have licensed that. Yeah, I guess so. But how much of this could they be like it's parody? Oh. You know? Look, I don't, I don't know how. I think the people at Sonic know what they did yeah. and are now open to all forms of criticism and promotion. Right, yeah, you yeah. You know? I think yeah. that was made very clear from yeah. the get-go. I mean, I, I'm sure things will emerge later because, you know, that, that that's not really a secret because people found that on IMDb yeah. and there was a reveal as soon as it came out and yeah. et cetera. But I, I'm sure later on I would love to see an interview with the Lonely Island guys and the writers just yeah. to figure out how all this happened. I mean – because it's like that, you know, it's like a product placement in that sometimes people pay to use the likeness of something, mm. but sometimes a brand will say, hey, can you use our product it's and we'll true, pay yeah. you and et cetera. So I would love to know what the what the going rate is for a horrible, <laughs> a horribly animated monstrous Sonic that they rejected. With like human teeth. Is that, did, 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 did the Lonely Island guys pay to use that or, or uh, did Sega hear about this and be like, we'll – Put it in. We'll give you money. We'll pay for this if you, you know. Yeah, I wonder though if you change it to Ugly Sonic and you have a different voice, which it is. Yes. Is that some kind of legal loophole? I don't think so because I think the character model would still be. Yeah. And I also, went, I mean, I guess. They don't really change it either. Like he's a no. little bit like paunchier. Right. But it's just the same model. He's ugly as fuck. Like, <laughs> sure, so you've seen yeah. him for a long, like an extended yeah. period of time. Yeah, right. It, like, the longer he's there and he keeps coming back. It's yeah. like he's, he's so unpleasant. They gave enough Did they give enough context. I think they did. To what happened? No, yeah, or if or if somebody watches this in 10 years' time, will people... Get that? Will yeah. people get it? I want. I think so because I think he mentions that he was. <laughs> yeah. He's a reject. He's Actually, a rejected character. My son model. loves Sonic, so I will show him that. But he also, I showed him the first trailer. Oh yeah. And I'm like, look at this, and he's like, what has happened? Yeah. Who did this? Like uh-huh. he was really like confused mm. that I had to explain that they fixed it. And he's like, yeah, good. That's horrible. Yeah. So even kids are like, why did you do yeah. this? But speaking of like with a, a Roger Rabbit universe, yeah. I felt like the third act did get quite dark in the sense that, mm. you know, in the third act of Roger Rabbit, it's revealed Judge Doom is a yeah. toon and he's this horrible yeah. half-human, half-toon creature and he's, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's he's murderous. And I felt like the same with mm. these characters because initially you're like, oh, it's just, you know, it's yeah. a, they're, they're just 
fun cartoon. Yeah, fun cartoons and ridiculous, but then the yeah. the putty creature is yeah. unkillable and yeah. stretchy and horrifying and the you know all the, the tunes are being like mutated, captured and yeah, mutated and, and, and all and bootlegged, that. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed some of these posters that I saw because for the knockoff movies. Mm-hmm. Uh Beauty and the Cursed Dog Man, Jasper the Dead Kid the Dead Ghost Kid, <laughs> Flying Bedroom Boy, Spaghetti Dogs. And I saw this in the background. Uh Lego Miserable <laughs> Lego miserable, miserable. It's Les Miserables, but it's yes. Lego. I can't even say those two words together. Mm. So I thought that was that's good. There's a lot of little things like that yeah. in the background, mm. like little gags that are just. Yeah. You, you, I, I'm sure I missed so many. Yeah. You know, in watching this, mm. um, I also the other thing I think of this is like, it they're like mates, and it's fun just seeing like just two mates do yeah. a little adventure, and mm. the, their chemistry is good together, and yeah. that doesn't always work with. When you record separate, you know, two different actors, especially if they're not there at the same time, yeah. you know, it can it can feel stilted. But I didn't I didn't get that sense, mm. you know. Mm. Very good. I've written here birds fun. I don't know what that is. Is there a birds moment in this? There's a moment, you know, when in the in the old cartoons when like one character would hit another another character oh, and yeah. a bunch of birds show up. That concept I like. Yeah, of, that the birds are not they, the birds are not. Um, metaphysical. They don't just show up out of nowhere. You have to call. You have to call. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a really good gag. Mm. And, and like, again, a movie like Space Jam, well, it didn't and it wouldn't do a joke like that. It wouldn't wouldn't do a joke. No. It would never do a joke. No, it had the Michael B. Jordan joke. Oh, it had that one joke. Yeah, yeah, Which I liked. Mm. But, yeah. But you can't rule out that they didn't come up with that accidentally. That's true. (laughs) You're absolutely right. Um, like you couldn't rule out that they didn't actually want real Michael Jordan. They got Michael. I'd say that's probably what happened initially. They tried to get him for at least a cameo. Mm. Um, yeah, I think also like don't maybe just show your kid this immediately. <laughs> How some, do you mean? There's some stuff in it that you might want to check. You know what I mean? Oh, you mean like, watch it, watch it by yourself before you. Yeah, show yeah, yeah. Kid. I would okay. say you know because it's a little bit dark, and if you've got younger kids, especially, it could be a little bit you know freaky or whatever. Mm, freaky deaky, especially with ugly stuff. <laughs> I love that he's just called Ugly Sonic. Yeah. They just call him Ugly Sonic. To his face. <laughs> like, the other thing is, like, what was he doing before this? Like, right. what? how did he exist, you know? Yeah. Was he waiting for the movie Sonic and then he got cast and then... Well, that's, I mean, that's a question that is never really <laughs> Did answered. he exist? Did he, like, pop out of nowhere? Did he go to school? Well, like, were, I mean, are the tunes created? That's what I mean. Because it's interesting because in this universe we, of course, get tunes... Traditional cartoons, we get 3D cartoons, we get like marionette animatronic style. Like yeah. there's a Muppet in there. There's a Muppet, there. in, there's it, a Muppet yeah. in there. But it's not a Muppet, is it? Yeah. But oh, but like Chip and like Chip has a mother in this, so he was yeah. born. Yeah. So and where did she come from? Yeah. Or d- did they create the mother? Or do you know? It's uh, it's, don't it's know. Like, we'll, we'll never know, but don't think about it. Doesn't it too matter. Hard. No, it doesn't matter, absolutely. Yeah. But I also loved it. Uh, Ugly Sonic was doing a sort of Steven Seagal kind of lawman <laughs> reality show, so he's working with the FBI. I thought that was funny. <laughs> More like a Jack Ryan. It's Krasinski yeah. Jack Ryan. You yeah, know? really good. Good stuff. That's what you don't see in a Space Jam. No. Specifically Space Jam 2, a new legacy, the worst movie ever made, maybe. <laughs> and the other thing about that, I guess. It really brings in a show. I can't remember what I said about, the, about that movie. I mean, it wasn't kind. It. But I mean. It really brings in a sharp but just You like can do this well if you want having to. Having everybody trapped on a basketball court and the people on the side, most of them aren't cartoons. They're just like it's a guy dressed as Beetlejuice and whatever mm. and it's a Joker lookalike and they're just like 
moving their arms up and down. Nobody's really there. It's terrible. Yeah. You know? It's almost like movies are better when the filmmakers try. <laughs> it isn't, isn't that crazy. It's kind of crazy that they put this on streaming as well. Because yeah. I would have I would have heard about this and then I would have taken my kid to go yeah. and see it. Mm-hmm. But you know. Mm-hmm. Now I will watch it for free. And miss that on two tickies. That's right. Mm-hmm. Two big tickies. Big tickies. Anyway, is it time? Would you say it's time for all? Would you? Yes, if I was on. to ask you. Yes. Ask, would you tell me whether it's time to go to the next segment of the yes, show? Yes, I would say it is time for that. And I would say it's called What We Read and What We Gonna Read. And I would say to you, go on. I absolutely 100% agree with you in saying that. That's true. And here's the theme song. I'm doing the theme Westworld. Very nice. Thank you. I do my best. Now, uh, just a quick update. I did watch the trailer for the new season of Westworld. And? and it does look good. I haven't it's watched good. it. Should excited. I watch it or should I be like, should I go in fresh? I didn't even know when it's set. What do you mean? Like, because the, the guy woke up and he was covered in dust at the end of the last thing. Yes. So is it still like 100 years in the future or whatever? No, it's just regular time. Well, <laughs> that's really blown my mind then, Mason. Yeah. Unless, because if you recall in the last season, we had um, Aaron Paul, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, he's still in this season. So Okay, cool. And he's the same age. So unless he was also cryogenically frozen and thought or out. Or a robot. Years, could be a robot. Well, that's the thing. That's how they get you, isn't it? Yeah. I, am I going to have to rewatch no. the previous three seasons? They'll give you a recap give when it recap. starts. They'll yeah, say, yeah. previously on Westworld, yeah. everybody's a robot. Mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins is a robot. <laughs> Everyone's a robot, Mason. Yeah. Uh, what else are you reading? Well, I watched uh, a film that I was going to see at the cinemas, but the only showings in Melbourne were very far away from me, but luckily it got fast-tracked to Netflix, it seems. Uh, I watched RRR. Yes, which is a, Triple R. A, an Indian epic action drama film, uh, and it's great. It's it's mm. uh, it's not Bollywood. It's, there's a different term for it because it's from a different Is it of, Hollywood? Yeah, it's a Hollywood movie. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll find out what it's called. If you could, if you wouldn't mind. But it's, it's essentially it's set in like 1920-ish, I think, and it's about... It's it's uh, fictional accounts of these two real life Indian revolutionaries uh, fighting against like the British Raj, like British India, and, right? Okay, and one of whom originally works for the British, and one who who is like a like a local sort of tribesman. Okay, and they initially they they become friends, and then they learn what the deal is with one another and then they battle, but then they team up and they... And it's they, the fox and the hound. Yeah, it's the fox and the hound. But There are uh, other examples yeah. of that. So these, ca- these characters, I believe, are real real people. Pan-India movie? No, don't think okay. so. They are, they are, they're based on real people who never met in real life, but the movie is like, what if they did meet in real life and what if they just punched on with everybody? And they've got superpowers? Yeah, I mean, Yes. Yeah. I mean, you've seen the trailer. You see, the, you see that guy flip that motorbike. I did, yeah. yeah. I'm into that big time. But it's, uh, it's very, like, it's it's super fun and epic and violent and there's there's songs and uh, yeah. it's... Uh, it's you, you had the subtitles on? Yeah, because it's not in... Some of it's in English because the, there are some... Uh, some British There are some British people, folks, yeah. including Ray Stevenson. Oh, the yeah, Punisher. I saw that in the trailer. It's, yeah, it's yeah. In this. One of the versions of the Punisher. Yeah. One of the four people who's been the Punisher. Yeah, but... Um, it's very good, and like the action sequences. Uh, oftentimes, when you think of like, I think Bollywood action movies, they it's like it's goofy and whatever. It's goofy and yeah, yeah. But they're, no, they've been getting much better. Since yeah, the last, but this the last this decade, particular yeah. type of this particular movie, like it's very visceral and like yeah. hyperkinetic. It does look a lot like a like a three hundred, maybe like okay. it's got that sort of hyper stylized look. Yeah, but but also it's like it feels very 
it's not a movie where you go, oh, okay, it's hyper stylized and it, nothing has any weight and. Mm. And also, like, everything is – all the animals are computer-generated. Mm. There's a little announcement at the start, and it's like, all the bears and tigers and oxen are computer-generated. tell you at the start. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, that's, that's a, a bit of a preview for what's going to happen <laughs> in this. Because a guy fights a tiger. One of the intros to one of the cat. well, there's, there's some – the action intro to one of the guys is he fights a tiger. Terrific. It's pretty incredible. And the intro to the other guy is he fights a hundred men. <laughs> okay. So there's a scene at the start where – the, the the one who works for the British, yeah, uh, he they're, they're they're in a sort of a, a compound, an army compound, and there are some people protesting around. Boom. And one of them throws a rock, and he, this man's commanding officer's like, "Arrest that man!" And he's like, "Well, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get this guy." And so he has to fight everybody who's outside. Oh, cool! And it is spectacular. Great. All yeah. right, I will watch that this yeah. week, but it won't be before Mason. It's three hours long, by the way. I won't be watching that this. <laughs> no, I'm going to try and watch that because I've heard. Nothing but incredible things. Mm. Uh, because, of course, Obi-Wan Kenobi is coming back to television. Finally, Mason. He's making his television return. Ugh, finally. Famous t- TV show character, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, there's a Star Wars book called Star Wars Brotherhood by Mike Chen. Which it's is called Star Wars Brotherhood by Mike Chen. Yes, that's right. Do they explain who Mike Chen is in the They don't book? explain it at all. He huh. never comes up. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. But uh, it's set in the at the very beginning of the Clone Wars, so right after Star Wars Episode Two. I'm doing an audio book because I love how they put in the music and sound effects. Ooh. And I want to see. <laughs> boy, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, I want to see if the person reading it's it. Time can to do, get can my do. lightsaber out. A boy, oh, 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 wait, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's this? Is this, late, our, Mason. is this one of our famous characters, James? Yeah, Obi Wan has an erection. The character, yes. Oh, I'm famous. back. <laughs> Rude Obi-Wan Kenobi, you thought I was God, but I've returned. Anakin, do you remember Order 66, Anakin? Yes, I was involved. What heavily. if it was three more, Anakin? <laughs> That's right, Anakin. Order 69, portions for two, Anakin. Yes, yes. What do you think about that? And it's the sex number even a long time ago in a galaxy This is far, as he's like away. trying to crawl out of the lava. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Anakin, look, he's still trying to cry like lava. And Anakin, look, I'm holding my lightsaber down by my crotch and I'm waggling it like it's a big willy. What do you think about that? It's very unpleasant. It's rude. I'm rude, everyone. I know. Anyway, it's very rude. I can tell, yeah. Tell me more about this. Uh- <laughs> tell me more about Mike Chen. Well, so, the, you know, the do you remember we... It's Caravan of Garbage this week. Revenge of the Sith is coming on a Tuesday. So it'll be up early, big sandwich. But they mentioned Kato Nemoidia and that or something. Okay. It's like, you know, that thing that happened that doesn't count or whatever. Ooh. It's that. Ooh. But it's not just like a throwaway kind of like whatever. It's a really interesting kind of like detective kind of – it's an Obi-Wan detective story. Ooh. And Anakin's learning what it means to be a Jedi Knight because he just got to become a Jedi Knight. Okay. And he's like, nobody can tell me what to do and I'm a bit kind of – I don't know what – like I like that but also – what do I do mm. with my time and days? So, uh, so far, I'm probably about halfway through. I'm really enjoying it. It's really good. So, there you go. But I might squeeze in some Clone more episodes or I'll watch that Triple R movie or whatever. Yeah. Dunno, mate. Mm-hmm. Should we move on to the next segment of the show? Let's do some letters. I agree. Should I do the theme to letters? Yeah, do it right now. Do the theme to letters. The classic one was letters, oh, letters. We love you. Some letters, they're only a day away. Here right now, we're gonna do that. Is nice. 
In this segment of the show, people might send an email to weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com for Mason to read and read out. Mm. And then I will also check the Twitter, the hashtag weeklyplanetpod, and see what's going on there also. In many ways, the term letters segment, very misleading. Mm. And if we were subject to, you know, the, the, the like the Anti-Consumer Commission or whatever, I think they could probably... Shut yeah. us down based on there that. There's a chance that, that could a happen. very good chance if we get okay, ratted well, out by some rat. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Yeah. I don't think it'll come to that. We have lovely listeners, right? Yeah. Mm. Mostly not rats. <laughs> Mostly? Yeah. Okay, then. Uh, here's an email from Peyton. Hello, Peyton. Uh, a former projectionist's POV on Morbius alterations because last yes, week... Yes, I did want to talk about we this. Talked about, uh, we talked about how some people claimed... That in uh, in in recent showings of Morbius, some lines had been omitted, and we wondered how that could be, so how there could be such a thing. How exactly? Well, Peyton has emailed in uh, a few people emailed in actually. Uh, James and Meso, he says, big fan of the pod, been listening for years now. Yes, I was a digital cinema projectionist for about four years, and my three screen local movie theater, uh, the films themselves are mailed to us in DCPs. Digital cinema packages, which are essentially individual computer hard drives that we insert into our servers and upload to our network. From there, you organize the contents, films, trailers, etc., into a playlist, which gets sent digitally to all the projectors. Gotcha. Okay. There's no way of going into an actual film to edit it on my end. If the studio were to change something in the film and require us to play an alternative version, they'd either need to send us a new version through the mail to use, or I think there was some way to do it through an email attachment. Either right. way, they'd be sending us something to upload or download that would replace or alter an old version of a film. Uh, something like this happened a few years ago when the Pixar film Coco came out. Oh, yes. Embedded in the there was, film a, there was file a thing at the start, wasn't there? was the 21-minute Olaf's Frozen Adventure short yes. to play before Coco. We got a lot of complaints from people who didn't realise that it was a short and thought they had somehow bought tickets to a Frozen movie instead of Coco. Apparently this was an issue for a lot of theatres, so Disney sent us a code uh, to put in which would remove the Olaf short altogether. Uh, so subsequently, Coco played without the short. Right. Yeah, so the short was part of the film file itself, so it wasn't a second file. Yes, so it was, uh, that, I imagine they wouldn't make that mistake twice. So in to, to summarise, if Sony were to change something in Morbius, they would have to send something to us either through the mail or digitally that when uploaded would alter or replace the old version of the film. Yes. I've also heard from people who have watched it digitally oh, yes. that it has not been replaced oh. on the digital format. So I don't know what the deal with that is. Hmm. Maybe that person who reported that is mistook. They might be mistook. They was, might have been. They might have been like they. They might have been when when it happens. They maybe they stood up. And they started just screaming because <laughs> Morbius. Because if you remember, Morbius is there. I do. And he might have stood up and started screaming like, "There's more Morbius in this." <laughs> I thought there was no going to be no more Morbius. Woo! And then he would have turned around yep. to the one other guy in the cinema who's directly <laughs> behind him for some reason, directly the chair behind him. He'd be like, do you see that? And that's when the vulture would have said, this must have been something to do with Spider-Man. So maybe they just missed it. <laughs> yeah. And the guy, the, the other guy's like, I know. <laughs> More Morbius. It's a good, uh, it's a good movie. Mm. Let's not forget that. Let's not lose track of that. Let us not. Um, also, a few people wrote in saying sometimes they're, depending on the cinema, sometimes they're, because we were like, how do I get the film now? Sometimes it's satellite. Sometimes they're, sometimes they're, they're like sent digitally and sometimes they're mm. physically sent hard drives depending on the cinema. So it's good to know. Wow. Great information though about cinemas, Mason. Very good information about cinemas. It's from Andres who says, Andres Anders, A-N-D-R-E-S. Andre. Entree. Yes. 
<laughs> it's from Montreux who says, just wondering if you guys have seen Severance. And if so, what did you think of it? Personally, it's the best show I've seen in a while. I did see Severance. I talked about it on Suggestible, my less successful podcast. Oh. And yes, I very much enjoyed it. Have you seen it as of no, yet? No, I don't have Apple TV yet. I oh, like Crapple TV. Yes, more, but, like, more, like, TV more like Crapple TV. But <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. I should get it. There was the there was a like sometimes I would start my TV and it's like you want three months of Apple TV, just click on this thing. And I, I'm like, I won't click on it. Quite frankly, yeah, I'm tired of this. I, I'm tired of all these pop ups. I uh, I got it because I when I bought a phone and then I'm like, this is gone for a while. Didn't I buy that phone like three years ago? Turns out it's just you know I just this subscription just rolled on. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, you know? but yeah. you know, I think there's a lot of good stuff on there, so I honestly do not mind. Anyway, Mason, mm. you should watch it. Okay, I will. Yeah, no, I hear it. Do you think it is? Do you think the 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 TV series Severance? Because I know it is about it's about people who work at a particular office mm-hmm. and they've been they've they've been part of an experimental procedure which means it separates their work life from their home life Correct. so they don't remember either when they're at yes. the, the opposite one do you think that is lessened by the fact that you do not actually work in an office no interesting at all no yeah. i mean you know i've been in workplaces and That's i also true. You have been in and workplaces. i went to business school it's true and let me tell you mm-hmm. i fucking hated it and i was bad at it if nice. you recall mason because you were around for some of that also I don't. I mean, did, did I bust in on your school? No, stuff? we went to a similar uni for a time. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Do you remember? Vaguely. We were always waving at each other. I have the severance uh, thing, but for like anything <laughs> prior to last week, I get it done fresh every week. Why though? It's like because it's you don't want to. You know how like Baggage? you know like sometimes people get their hair dyed or whatever, and the roots grow out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want that. You don't want that. But for, metaphorically for life. Oh, so you don't dye your hair? No. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, know. maybe I did last week. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're doing severance for secretly dyeing your hair. Yeah, mate. Oh, no. Yeah. Have you got another emailed? James, I've got so many emails. You don't need to read them all. But I'm going to read next? every single email. Okay. Uh, this is this is from Jack. Hello, Jack. MC for my sister's wedding. Hey, Nick and James, love the pot and the dog and everything you do. I've been listening for years. There's two dogs, but yeah, go on. That's true. Yeah, but one dog doesn't contribute as much, I feel. That's true. Yet. Yet. We've got to put her on the, the big dog wheel. <laughs> To the, power the some stuff in the here. studio, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have my sister's wedding coming up and she asked me to be MC. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, shut up. And I don't mean that in like, you don't need to do a routine. Mm. If you're funny, do a few jokes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But nobody wants to hear a stand-up routine. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, they're here to drink mm-hmm. and eat yeah. and see the bride and groom or whoever's getting married Yeah, and just get on with it. What would you yeah, say, Mason? I think that's probably true. Not like abrupt and weird. Yeah. But just move it along. Unless that's your whole persona. Oh, then yeah, that's the way you've got to Then they've into. asked you for a specific reason, which is to be abrupt and rude and keep things moving. Yes. If you're if you're known famously for doing the wrap it up signal, <laughs> yeah. doing the spinny. <laughs> then hand. you come in hot. Yeah. And I don't mean rush it. I mean as in like it's not about you. Yeah. Move yeah, to the yeah, next yeah. thing. The mm-hmm. best thing you can have out of that scenario, I feel for me, is like people don't remember you did it. Because you didn't fuck it up mm. and you didn't draw attention. There it is. That's yeah. right. So there you go. Good idea. Yeah. Mm. Any advice for from you, Mason? Get drunk beforehand. Get so drunk. Oh, yeah. And then say you'll never do it again if you're me because it's a hassle. Because <laughs> there are people like, you can drink as much as you want, but you can't. Mm. You absolutely yeah, cannot. I mean, you do might not wanna, do that. You might want to open with, uh, ha-ha, welcome to my sister's first wedding. <laughs> don't say that either. <laughs> no, don't ever uh, say that. Don't insult how people look. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, don't make jokes at like, don't make set uh, jokes about uh, how like 
you want to have sex with a bride. I've seen that multiple times. Don't do that. Especially it's his sister's yeah. wedding, so don't. <laughs> don't yeah, don't do that. that yeah. Don't. Um, don't. Yeah, don't. Um, no don't, weird personal stories. Yeah, no in-jokes that... No, no in jokes that you and no in really embarrassing or yeah. or really boring. Yeah, yeah, and and any, I think any story any story you want to tell that illustrates the the bride and the groom and how they work together or whatever, it needs to be self contained. Yep, not too like it's not going to be like oh my god they got so drunk and they vomited on each other. Nobody needs to hear that. Yeah, but it can't require it can't be an in joke that you can't explain in twenty seconds. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? yeah. yeah. Anyways, I feel like we haven't helped there, and we've not just at all. We've freaked, made it worse. I think all I think all our um I think all our advice there was contradictory, <laughs> and you got to you got to pick through for the gold. You know, that's right. Uh, it's from Tristram Fryer who says hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. My friend Will. Refuses to watch Avatar The Last Airbender, no matter how many times I tell him it's incredible. Considering he sees both of you as ethereal, omnis- omnipotent, 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 omniscient, omniscient. Okay. Does it have a P or does it not have a P? It doesn't have a P, but omniscient. I'm looking at a great. Oh. I think it's omniscient. <laughs> it's late, Mason. It's and Claire late. went away for the weekend. I've had she's the kids. Oh, yeah, I know, but she wasn't here. As far as I can tell, she's always <laughs> been here, and I've had the severance procedures. Omniscient. So. Yes. What is it? Omniscient, like always, all seeing. Yeah, I know what it means. I just can't read it. Okay. Uh, beings. Uh, omniscient. Have you had the severance procedure, but it's on being able <laughs> to read? <laughs> I hope that uh, if you tell him it's worth it, that he might finally watch the show. Well, I think we've broken down some of the barriers between what he maybe thinks of us mm. as omnipotent beings. Yes. Uh, mm. But, yeah, you, you haven't watched it, have you? No. You've seen the movie, though. We recorded a caravan of garbage a million years ago, That's which true, I'm just yeah. hanging on to for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why we recorded that so early. Wild, like right? Years early. That's like because it was in the it was in the period when we had free time and energy. Do you remember that? It was. It must have been in COVID when we were looking for stuff as well, right? Because things weren't coming out. I think it might have been pre-COVID. That's crazy. That cannot be true. Anyway, you have to check that file. I have to I check guess. that out. Um, mm. But yeah, no, it is incredible, and you should watch it. Mm. Um, yes, watch it, and it gets yeah. better. It gets better as it goes. Mm. You might be like, oh, this ain't much chop up top. But yeah. it's just, um, it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and then maybe watch The Legend of Korra. I've only seen season, season one, which I quite liked. Mm. Anyways, what else, Mason? James, here's an email from James. Hello, James. Which Doctor Who has the best outfit? <gasps> Hi, James and Mason. A uh, recent announcement, we've got a new Doctor. Congratulations. And that David Tennant and Catherine Tate yes, will be yes, returning yes. to the show. I thought it would be the perfect time to ask which Doctor has the best outfit. He says, I love them all, but I like, I'd go for Tennant's. Yep. Uh, but I also have a soft spot for the ridiculously garish Six Doctors costume. Um, yeah, the celery stick one? The cricket, yes, it the is. The cricket outfit with the celery stick? Yeah, but I think he's he that, that Doctor had – if you want to look – if you want to Google Doctor Who outfit timeline or something like that, yeah. I think the Sixth Doctor also had like this bizarre patchwork, like multicolored patchwork. Oh, yeah, suit. he did too. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, he's not the celery guy. Oh, the celery guy is – the one who had the daughter who David Tennant married in real That's life. That's the celery guy. Yeah. Yeah. Fifth Doctor. That's the fifth Doctor. Yeah, he's man. the fifth Doctor. Okay, right. Mm. He came back for a short recently, uh-huh. recently like 10 years ago. You know, what do you think about David Tennant coming back? And so Catherine Tate. Very cool. Uh, but I was, I was only going to mention this because I've seen some on-set photos. He, had, he has had a slight up, uh, outfit update. Yes. It's a checked suit now, not a, not a, not a pinstripe suit. Do you suit. think it's because it's in the, he's not – the original guy is like from the future. Oh, maybe because you know there's the other one in the other dimension. It might be the because remember, remember there's a there, there was a, a there was a throwaway line that tenant the tenant doctor regenerated as the tenant doctor again. 
Yeah, he's so vain. It might be that version. I wonder. Well, that yeah. So he has regenerated himself, but there's also a version who grew out of his severed hand, who's completely human, who lives in, in a parallel, parallel dimension. dimension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who ages in real time? Mm. Um, I think most of the David Tennant suits you could probably get away with. Mm. I and same like as in just wearing normally, like it's yeah, not too yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. That's same true. With the, same with the Matt Smith thing. I mean, I have a I have a soft spot for uh, Seventh Doctor. Which is the question mark umbrella guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's the guy who died at the start of the movie? Yes, that's correct. Christopher Eccleston's like a pretty standard looking, you know, they don't do him too wacky these days, do they? Mm. What about Capaldi? You like that outfit? Looks uh, like a magician. There was, too much, there was too much combination of navy and black in that outfit. And then it's got the red lining though. Mm. What about Jodie Whittaker? That's not a bad outfit. Yeah, it's fine, I guess. Yeah. Sylvester mm. McCoy is the one I'm thinking of. Uh, look, for me, probably Tenant. Um, but Matt Smith's second look was a lot better, I think. He had a little yeah, waistcoat. I agree with that. Mm. I do know what you're talking about, yes. Yeah. Fun stuff. It is fun stuff, isn't it? Should we move on to my next letter? Move on to your yes, James. email. It's from Stefan who says, I think at Wikipedia Brown. Oh, that's me. Should be entitled to an appeals process if at Mr. <laughs> Sunday Movies vetoes a riff. Some of these are too funny to veto and we're being denied precious content. No. That is the point <laughs> of the veto. I'm that is the point of a veto, yeah. This. And also. I'm out of vetoes. You're anyway, out of vetoes, that's true. For, till the end of the year. I was going to say um, also it's more fun to do fresh stuff, I think. I know I like, you know, I, I, it, is, it is amusing. It is fun for us to, it is fun for me specifically to drive a bit into the ground until you want to tear your hair out. Or do old Obi, uh, rude Obi-Wan to get order. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> I don't is have fun a problem though. with that. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think it's more fun if we can just, just mm. do, do the fresh stuff. You know? yeah. yeah. Fresh Spurs content. me on to wonderful inspiration. Yes. And rude Obi-Wan impressions. <laughs> How rude is he going to get? Very rude. I just love the idea of a man who is like he's meant to be so British and proper, but he's just but he's a big, like, he's a big rude this, guy. Look at my bum, <laughs> you know. I think it's funny. You say, it's... "Look at my bum, Obi Wan." Yes, he's, he's looking in the mirror. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I meant to say Anakin, but it doesn't it matter. It doesn't matter. He's practicing. To yeah, show Anakin later. He's bum. Yeah, great. Mm. Anything else? Uh, oh, maybe sprig of celery. That is a good look too. The cricket outfit is good. Mm. I am thinking of six when I said yeah. that, that patchwork horror suit. Yeah. People like the uh, Sylvester McCoy giant scarf thing. Is that Sylvester McCoy? No, that's Colin Baker. Colin Baker, that's sorry. That's four. Yeah, yeah. People like that one, don't they? They sure do. Mm. Great. What's the worst look, though? Uh, Some would say Eccleston because it's I just I was going to say maybe jacket. it is Eccleston. It's not bad, but, like, what is it? Mm. It's nothing. I think they were. I mean, I think it was a deliberate, they didn't want to like deliberate effort to yeah. make, make him too too. They didn't want to make him too wacky. They wanted him to yeah. And then the the natural, you know, I feel like the charisma of Eccleston and, and Tennant went a long way to making him cool. And if they were like, look at my weird, look at my frock coat, I think people would be like, yeah, no, this isn't cool. This actually isn't cool. Yeah. <laughs> What's next, Mason? That's the end of the show, I think. Wow, excellent. Mm. Would you like to wrap up the show right I would now? Love for us? to wrap up the show. Or maybe Rude Obi-Wan would like to oh, wrap up the show. No. no, he doesn't. He's gone. He's gone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably to jail, I'd imagine. <laughs> to jail. Do you think? Yeah, he's probably gone to jail. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he didn't do anything physically. But it's but a vibe, it's a lot isn't of it? harassment there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? They probably like. He got me too, and good. <laughs> Absolutely right. Anakin took a hollow recording of Obi-Wan <laughs> showing him his bum. 
Did he took it to the Jedi? See, that's Council. how we do it, James. That's it. see, this is this is the beauty of you also running out of vetoes. <laughs> is you cut? You have to come up with something. I else. would never veto Rude no. Obi Wan. What's well, too bad he's gone. To I jail. love the idea of Anakin presenting that evidence to the Jedi Council. <laughs> well, well, that could be anyone's bomb, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> anyway. What's going I mean, it's got the word sateen tattooed on it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> lot, lot of space chicks called sateen, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, folks, that's the end of the show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank oh, you This for holograms are blurry. Maybe you get away with that's it. That's exactly right. Yeah. So keep going. This has been holocron shopped. <laughs> and somebody's... Anyway, thanks so much for listening and subscribing, telling your friends. We appreciate it. That's how it gets in front of more ears. It gets yeah. in front of ears and your earbuds and you put them in and then you, it's You're in like, your oh, ears. hello, what's this? Uh, thank you for leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you can or just a thumbs up or what have you because that's how people see it. They turn on their podcast thing and it's like you like stupid stuff. Well, here's some real stupid stuff. Yeah. You stupid. You stupid idiot. James, you have any reviews there? I got a couple right here, Mason. Ooh. This is from Philbert the Guy who says, the podcast prevents crime. I've been this podcast prevents crime. Nice. I've been listening to this podcast for seven years, and in that time, it has prevented me from committing any crimes. See, every week for the last four hundred ish episodes, I have listened to the pod and then proceeded to not do any crime. Would I have committed crime if I had not listened to the pod? Probably not, but we'll never know. We don't have time a time machine. Basically, <laughs> I'm giving James and Mason credit for keeping criminals off the streets. Good pod, Ted and Ten. We did that. And congratulations. And, uh, also, it makes me think you are doing crime. And it also, our podcast also keeps all the snakes out of Ireland. Did you it's know that? True. We got yeah. rid of all the snakes. And we also got Obi Wan put in prison. Rude Obi Wan. That <laughs> was true. us. Yeah, we did yeah, before. We had all the recordings, obviously. <laughs> so uh, this one is from Zach the Heart Attack. Hope that's not literal. I've done. I think he's probably a wrestler. Well, I hope so. I've done listened to every episode of the pod, and it's pretty better than you think it is. It's my birthday, so I'm going to write that James and Meso have been making me laugh for around seven years now, another seven years, ever since I was a high schooler walking home, back when BVS was a glint in I Am Legend's eye. Bloody great pod. Keep it up. P.S. Could my dog Nova be the official golden retriever of the podcast? She's the best. Yes. yes. Done and done. What else, Mason? Uh, folks, uh, if you want to get into contact with us, you can go to a weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. You can go to Facebook. You can go to Twitter. You can go to Bandcamp. Uh, you can follow our friend Rob Collings, who edits this podcast, who edits our recap videos, who does so much work behind the scenes, social medias, My God. And, 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 and all sorts of regular correspondence. Uh, you can follow him at Raw Collings on Twitter. You can follow him at The Weekly Planet on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Wikipedia Brown or on Instagram at Nick Meso. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. Uh, you can also go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Pod subreddit and Discord. You're killing this, Mason. For fun podcast and pop culture-related chats. You can That's chat right. about all sorts of stuff. It's a great fun uh, time. Uh, you can also support the show by going to patreon.com slash week. Wait, Mr. Sunday Movies. Yeah. Not wait, Mr. Sunday Movies. Don't so wait. Patreon.com Rush there. slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Uh, chuck in a buck or any amount you wish. Any amount you wouldn't miss is, is our Absolutely fine by tip us. there. We'd appreciate it. Keeps that keeps those lights on. Keeps the bloody heater on because it's probably it's not even winter yet. Oh, it's not, but it's getting cold. Is it not winter? It's May. It's still May. Fuck you! How dare <laughs> you say that to me right now? <laughs> <laughs> and but the fun of the fun is because how of how the climate keeps shifting. Winter's going to go till the end of the year probably. Mm. So that's fun. Um, mm. um, or you can go to BigSandwich.co. You can sign up for nine US dollars per month. All sorts of bonus content over there, including podcasts. 
and early videos and movie commentaries. As James mentioned earlier, we did one for Top Gun, a movie I haven't we seen did. in quite some time or in its entirety in a long time. <laughs> uh, a lot of fun. Uh, very rude movie. Yeah, it's a bit rude. A bit rude. It's sweaty. Is it? No, it's sweaty. Yeah. It's definitely a very sweaty movie. It, it is. Uh, and did I like it? I can't tell. I had a good time with it. I mean, I enjoyed yeah. it, you know, talking over it, but do I like that movie? Don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, T-shirts are over at tpublic.com. If you want a Weekly Planet tea, just search for the Weekly Planet over there. You can find it. Thank you to The Brute and The Basilisk and Rackham for all the musical themes. Next week, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Top Gun Maverick, probably. That's right. Wow. Well, can you believe it? I can believe it, actually. Yeah, you can. Both of us can believe that very much so. Uh, anyways, that is the end of the show. Can't wait to talk about it next week. And obviously because Mason has already done his two dabs, uh, the show is over. Goodbye, everybody.